0: Another man done gone. To Sunday County from It's Jax. Done
1: gone. What up, Dollars? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. Ex Malcolm, out the picture. So now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to poking up. They just, but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Um, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? Would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus, Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie, has got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no. I wish that they could. Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would. So, why the long frown? A man harmed from a four pound. His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound. His mama sitting at the wait, hoping the Lord's found. Another dead, another gone now. Damn.
0: I'm going county from uh-huh.
1: George you said that it's best to be what you want to be Fuck do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that low-low up From that to tomorrow, need a folk folk. Smoking on my logo. Ready for the wall, and we so so silly with the flow, somebody got the colour rollboat. Heard the names, and I swear they so so too much love for the fame, just to go broke. You said that like I had the rap game in a troll car. Now I think I got the whole world
2: in the rope. Gotta think a damn dog you crazy. Is he the next Jay My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know, maybe. Welcome back to the Insanity Tech Podcast, your host Chris here. And it's time for another week of insanity. Um, it's time for us to get into this stuff. You, and it's been one hell of a week of insanity too. So I just want everybody to buckle in. Uh, there will be some trigger warnings. Cause I think just life right now is a tr- big giant trigger warning. It's just, yeah, it's just nah. But anyway, uh, joining me outside of that, uh, I have two very special guests. I have Rod and Cameron from Black Eye Tips. What's going on, my people?
0: Hey, baby.
2: What's going on, man? Good to have you guys on. Uh, I'd say, oh, a long time not talked to, but I literally talk to you guys like every other week on the, <laughs> the raw. So It's like I actually sometimes forget to invite you guys on the show because I talk to you guys so frequently. <laughs> and it hit me. I was like, wait, I actually have not had you guys on.
3: I just realized I did this. I do the same thing. I, did, I gotta do a better job, by I have you on a regular show. Because
2: <laughs> it's just one of those things like when you talk to somebody... And we're friends, so it's like we, not just on the nerd off, but just regular, you know, like, just regular on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. We just regularly have a, con- a talk. Like, I remember you hit me up about something for the website not too long ago. And it's just like, you forget, it's like, oh, that's right.
0: We have regular <laughs>
2: shows. We should probably invite each other on. It's just, you know, it, it just happens. Um, But how are you guys been? I know you guys have been selling tickets for a live show you guys have coming out in September. How's that going?
3: Uh, it's going good. good. Uh, last update we got, we were like halfway sold out. Um, I think it's like a 400-seat venue. Um, so that's good. Um, the show is September 20th at Blumenthal Theater in Charlotte, North
0: Carolina. Yeah. Um, all, and All the VIP sold out, which literally blowed our minds. And they got sold out really, really right. quickly, too. It was one of the things where... Uh, when you're podcasting and you do things like this, and I know you know Chris, you just kind of put it out there, and you go, "Well, whatever happens, happens." And the response was overwhelming for the VIP tickets, and we have a lot of great stuff planned for them. Right.
2: Oh, that's good. I mean, it's doing a live show as a podcaster, if at least your first few times. Oh, let me say the first few times because we've done it a couple times now. It is nerve wracking because. Yeah, you can see the download numbers, but it's different when you're selling something that people are physically going to be there to see. Like if I I can do the show and I'm like, oh, when people listen, when they listen, if they listen, right? It's another thing when you have people coming out to see you, and I'll be honest, it never feels it doesn't it doesn't not feel weird,
0: right? And it can be it can be a lot, and something that we did that I am so glad we did is that we got an event planner and she is worth every dime if you're planning something to this magnitude and you can afford it please do because there's a lot of things that the event planner will think about a lot of places that they'll have that you don't even know exist in your own city because but but this is their job and they'll have you uh, thinking about things that you w- it wouldn't never cross your mind without them. So that's uh shout out to her because she was a big help in the, in the planning process.
2: Yeah. That I mean it, it makes sense cuz it's just it's it's a lot, you know. It's it's a lot. It's nerve-wracking, but it, it you guys are going to do fine. You guys are, you know, it it'll eventually come down to, you know, you guys just being you and that's you know. That's really all it really comes down to. It's 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 a funny thing. Uh, because I guess, oh man, yeah, so I guess I haven't. Was was did I have you go? Cause I know I had you guys on for the 600 show, I can't remember if that was before or after
3: that was uh, actually now before or after we announced uh, that we're gonna do this live show. No, if it was before, <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, if it was before or after Universal Fan Con, I think it was before Universal Fan Con went down mm-hmm. the ter- toilet, so I haven't really had you guys on since then, but um, yeah, I,
3: was, I think. That yeah, might have been right around the same time because I I definitely remember being like right, we, we're not gonna we announce it
0: back because yeah like, that, like before we told anybody or anything like that because we've been planning and when that happened I was like no nigga no Mm-mm, we got to push this back I don't want them problems but
2: and, and 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 that's the like not funny but that's the thing that you know everybody made the jokes about Universal FanCon but I was like yo this has far-reaching implications for a smaller for, for 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 any independent media out there, because it makes you think twice. Even if you're not going to, and you're not, we know you're not going to screw over screw over your fans, but like it it, it it's a perception thing, and wow. everybody kind of gets lumped in at the same time, and you have to be aware of that, and it's it sucks because you had nothing to do with that, you had yep. nothing to do with you know selling people, out. and you've never been a, you you that's never been in your DNA, and so but it it does make you think and it does make you wonder like you know who else is going to be screwed over by this and and what are the unintended because con- every everything's everything's connected everything's related and everything everything has some kind of 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 um of pushback from this so it's um i mean i'm glad you guys are able you know to, to still do the event and again put that aside but it's a real thing. Like I think a lot of people didn't understand why so many people were commenting. Oh, well, if it doesn't involve you, why are you commenting on it? Well, it involves all of us.
3: Yeah, right. I know it was like an extra probably like mm, three weeks to a month of you know uh, promotion we could have been doing that right. uh, we we didn't do because it was like you know you don't want to announce this shit and then have everybody do the you know the you know how people like the roast and shit has a momentum of its own and people were still finding out. Their their money was screwed, and not to mention, mm-hmm. what all black uh, independent uh, spaces are so small. M- there's no doubt that people that would have went to our event got fucked out of their money on this event, and probably right. didn't go to our event. Like I, I don't even mm-hmm. think there's a possibility that that there that there wasn't somebody.
2: Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard, especially when uh, the thing I think a lot of people don't understand. Uh, okay, not not us, not black people, but when you have a when you have a majority black audience and I think this is where I think this is where the the wrong opinion about black customers comes from and it's this idea that we don't support our own or we don't give money or that we're cheap and it's none of that, right? It's that a lot of times you're dealing with, you know, You know, because you're dealing with a more with another marginalized community, you're dealing with people that don't have a lot of capital to give in the first place,
0: right? And
2: and so it's not that oh, black people won't support their own. That's bullshit. Like I'm supported by my own. I I, I've gotten to where I am because of my own. Same thing with you all. But like, if 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 somebody screws them out of their money, they're not going to have money to support me, and that's not their fault. You know, It's, it's 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 that thing where you know you've held back the the black community so they they don't have a lot of capital to spend and then you also chastise them for not spending their capital to support each other. It's like, well, they don't have the money to spend. Right. And that's not everybody. I mean, that's not all of our fans or things like that, but it's it's something that affects you when you have a majority black audience that, you know, if you had a majority white audience, it just doesn't. And not to the same level, just by the numbers. And that's just a reality.
0: And it's also one of those things too, Chris, particularly with what we're doing. And um, I know when you did NegroCon, people fly out, which costs money. People drive and travel, which costs gas. So you're talking about purchase tickets for the event, plus any additional costs. So that's why with ours, I made made sure we had like um, several hotels that gave like discount rates, just specifically for our fans, because I was like, I wanted to do things to actually save them Money, you know, and things like that. Like I was considering things from that perspective, which not trying to be funny. If you know you why you only think about that. Here's a ticket. You know, do whatever y'all do.
2: Yeah, I mean it's well that was the one that was the true sad part about Universal Fancon is when you saw the people saying, "I skip meals to buy my plane ticket." Right. You know, I skipped out on this to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to harp on that, but it's just one of those things that I, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's something that affects a lot of people that I don't think that people go, oh, well, you guys had nothing to do with it. It's fine. It's like, oh, well, no, it does. It, it affects everybody here, and it's one of those things that you know, you got, you got, to, you got to fucking deal with. So, but um, I'm really happy that you guys are having your live event, and uh, I know you guys will sell out. You guys got still got plenty of time and yeah i'm
3: excited man i mean if we don't it's still gonna be a dope show either way but you know obviously i would like to but yeah you know i always look back and be like man i don't know if that uh (laughs) that extra you know 30 days would have helped or not yeah right
0: would have would have made a, a difference in our minds particularly when you're trying to meet goals and and you you set all these things and like i said a lot of people who've never had to plan or prepare for these types of things, really don't understand the things that go into it and particularly people that just consume, they don't produce, they don't really understand the behind the scenes things and like you said before, some of the people don't understand why other people were just so angry and upset about Universal FanCon. Yeah, we had the jokes but there was a lot of anger behind that too.
3: Well, we went um, out of pocket so that in a way where we're not asking anybody to donate anything, we're not asking mm-hmm. anybody to fundraise anything like Buy a ticket like you would at any other show. Show up. And we even got deals on hotels and stuff for people. And, um, yeah, show up and have fun, man. Like, we that, that's, that's the whole goal. We already paid for, like, our friend Chris is coming down. We already paid for everything yeah. for him. So we ain't got to worry about no last second emails and those shit like your hotel room's gone. So, mm-hmm. you know, we wanted to make sure we took care of things extra professionally just to make sure we didn't have not an inkling of uh, that kind of stuff.
2: See the, the key there is what you said there professionally. See that's uh Unfortunately. <laughs> no, I mean seriously, it, it's unfortunately just a thing that a lot of people don't understand. Like if you're gonna do this start taking people's money, you gotta start being professional. I just it, I, I think this day and age, it, and we're going to talk about some of this stuff about how things have changed. Um, I think a lot of people have skipped over that step. It's like hop on the internet, make money, you know, and then live your life. It's like, oh, you got to you gotta also be professional. When you start taking money from people, you kind of got to get that professional thing in there and be a little organized. And, um, yeah, like I'll tell you, I, I did... Uh, We'll we'll move on, but uh, I I did did what I'm calling it my uh my old my old podcaster uh uh uh, Friday night. I literally sat Friday night. I was just organizing my uh, external drives for upcoming trip to San Diego Comic Con. It's it was that bad. Like I'm just like, this is my Friday night. What am I doing? This is I'm doing this just to be be organized so I can have my shit together. But I'm like, Hmm? this is this is terrible this is that's not fun the, uh, <laughs>
1: that's is... the difference
3: between um the pros you know? like that's yeah. the difference you <laughs> take the
2: time
0: yeah even when you don't want to and even when you don't feel like it and sometimes even when you don't have the time because i seen you were saying online like you had a new program and it just it was like night and day with your planning and your preparation and getting everything organized and things like that it's like yeah you need these types of things because as the easier it is for you, the more you actually have time to do other things.
2: Yeah, look, I um, I am not paid by Trello, uh, but I have started using that program like a month ago, and I've gotten the entire team to use it. It has changed our lives. Like it is, a, it is truly a fucking amazing. Uh, it's an amazing thing. It's amazing when you do a little organization in your life. But um, anyway, let's move on. Look into some some stuff that happened cuz it's, it's been a i i did i have a show last week? I don't think I had a show. I had a show last week. I had Leslie on and um it's getting to the point where i'm doing one show a week and it's not enough cuz there's too much shit going on. <laughs> like i feel like we went through like in this week alone, I felt like we went through 6 months in in like 4 days. Like it's just from the the, uh, the the stuff with Trump in the concentration camps with kids to Melania with the sh- the jacket to what so what is this nigga's name I, I I'm just gonna call him Extension Cord I,
3: Oh I uh, yeah X uh, X X Tentacion
2: <sighs> We're gonna talk about this nigga this who, who died and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm sounding a little callous here um but he was shot in Florida. Apparently apparently robbed. I think they finally caught the guy who shot him. And um he's 20 years old. Rapper. Um now here I never listened to his music. I've only me. known him. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say me neither. And just from what I'm picking up, he was a pretty big deal, but just not for us. Like kind of like how our parents probably felt when Tupac died, is how we're feeling when right. this nigga died. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where we're like you mean that little boy that keep getting in trouble? You know, right. they're, they're like crying in their I know rooms that. and if, shit. If
0: it's porn star dude, you be like, "Come on, mama, that's not his name." Yeah, right. I don't mean to mock right. the,
3: the his but fans you know or whatever, it. but like, they're probably in like they're probably kids like we correct. were, correct? And they're probably somewhere crying over this shit, and we're all like, "Ain't that boy? Uh, ain't that boy beat that girl up?" Nah. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, goodbye.
2: <laughs> but that's the thing, right? So you you, you got to jump ahead to something I'm gonna get to. I had somebody come to me because I, 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 and I'm gonna go through some some of the charges because I think a lot of people have forgotten how shitty of a man this 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 person was. Um, but I had somebody she ended up blocking me on Twitter because of the way I responded to her. But she she I mean, she was like, "Yeah, my daughter likes listening to this music, and I don't know. Do you know why? I mean, uh, she was like, uh, can you explain? Can you explain why my daughter likes this person's music?'" And I responded, and I didn't. Okay, I'm, I was gonna say I didn't mean to be snarky, but I did because sometimes when people follow you, they see the dumbest things, and sometimes I just don't have the bandwidth to be, to be, to 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 let it go or to be tactful. So I just responded without even thinking. I I responded, "Have you tried parenting?" Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's from
2: 2010, Chris, right there.
3: I, I just old school, some vintage. I, <laughs> Chris. Way back,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the original Blair, right? The original. <laughs> I just and, and and the thing about it is, I felt good to say it too. I was like, "Oh man, but I felt it felt good. It felt good. It felt good." Because, but no, it was serious. I'm like, no, I'm 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 dead serious. I'm like, all the I'm seeing all these people because there were a couple groups of people. One was a group of of parents who are like, well, you know, the kids like him, and so maybe, like, I've seen a lot of, well, the kids like him, so there must be something about him, and maybe we just don't understand, and I'm like, or maybe you just need a parent. I am so, I hate to be that person, but, like, have you tried talking to your child? Because, again, having listened to this music, but hearing and seeing some of the tweets of people who did, like the kids who, you know, these people are talking about, and it seems like they like this guy, for the same reason, growing up, kids like Eminem. Why? Rebellious, allowed to get your anger out. You can connect with it. And that, that's, that goes for, like you said, Tupac, Biggie, goes for any of the music. That's always been music, right? Music, when, when it comes to youth and the music, it's always been a way to rebel or a way to communicate or a way to express their feelings. That's what music fucking is. And and actually, it doesn't. We're saying to the kid, but that's how music is throughout your fucking life. I yep. I I wrote a piece on uh, the music in Luke K season two, and I was just like, "Yo, like the reason why the music in that in in this show is so good is because it takes you back to that time, and you feel connected. You feel a part of the show. It's especially if you're black." That's what Black American is. You can you can you connect through music. It it expresses all your range of emotions. You can do it through music. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, the good version of Bumblebee from the the Transformers, <laughs> right? Um, so, but I'm like, yo, I'm 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 thinking that so many of these parents who are so confused by their kids liking this, you haven't talked to your kids.
3: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, no to that person and you know whatever but it's weird that they would ask you about their daughter you don't know her daughter like how could you possibly know why her daughter likes this music that's that's only a question her daughter can answer you know
2: it's why I didn't feel bad because I'm yeah. like no seriously it, that was a real answer go go try parenting because if it, a lot of people are like well he talks about mental illness he talks about being a, an outkate talks about all this stuff in his music and I'm like so if you're saying that that's why your child likes him, what that tells me is your child might be de- battling with their own fucking demons, and maybe instead of wondering, oh, I don't understand why they like the music, maybe you go talk to your child.
3: Well, also, I mean, like, why did we like Tupac? Right. You know what I mean? Like we like the the thing that's weird to me is the uh, the adults that are like thirty, you know, our age mm-hmm. coming down on the kids like that like that's not that's ridiculous to me because i think they'll just they're gonna do what we did they're gonna grow up they're gonna look back on this time and they'll have more perspective on life and they'll be like you know the way i feel when a big record comes on where i'm like yeah that shit's jamming but big is accused of beating up women and shit like it ain't Mm -hmm. like he's a good guy right you know with this with the shit he was saying um But, but if you would have caught me the day he died, I probably would have been like, yo, this is sad. Like, uh, why would they kill him? You know, shit like that, that now I'm like, well, I mean, niggas live grimy lives and shit happens to them. And you don't necessarily want it to, but nigga, I mean, what the fuck? You know, like same thing with Tupac. This nigga went to jail for assisting in a fucking rape, dog. Like. It, like uh, you know, in addition to you know being shot at and uh, shot a few times and stuff like, and talking mad shit about people and I mean it's before YouTube mm-hmm. like right. who knows what Pac would have been with oh, fucking- God. <laughs> <A> YouTube <laughs> like YouTube channel right? Like so to me it's like it's this is a rite of passage for young people, so I don't care if uh some fucking like I don't know some kid is fuck is fucked up over this. I'm not gonna pretend to like I'm better than them because at that age I probably was fucked up over some some stupid toxic people that I should have known, you know, that I could that I know better than now, but you know, with with, with age comes some wisdom. But the the people I couldn't get over were the the grown ass adults that were like jumping in front of the bullets to I mean, no pun intended, but <laughs> to like try to save this dude like it was it was like the empathy they were showing that they never show for other people i just didn't Mm -hmm. i just could not relate to man it was so frustrating because they knew enough to know they could have said nothing but they really wanted to make a a point of like look how fucking like empathetic i'm being about this young black man and i'm like but y'all are the same people that don't give a fuck when like some gay person or trans person gets Attacked or something, y'all don't give a fuck. When um a woman is beaten, y'all don't give a fuck. When some dudes get accused of rape, y'all don't give a fuck. Like y'all don't have this level of um empathy for nobody but other black men. And and that shit was just those people were just unconscionable. I just don't see how they can't see that that's what they're doing. They're 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 only jumping in front of this guy's um. Slings and arrows and nobody else's
2: It was killing me <clears throat> Sorry. Um, what was killing me was seeing people go, he was trying to change his life around. I'm like, When? Oh, he's so young? Remember that one that that, that one thing that came out was like you know, if, uh, if if Maya Angelou was gonna be a single mother and a prostitute, if she died at twenty, and and Michael Mex was would have died of a violent criminal and and, and for beating up people and being homophobic uh, in in his twenties, I'm like, first of all, it shows me where your mind's at when you're comparing a woman who was a single mother and a worker because that's uh, you know she's pro- sex work, right? She's just working to feed her kids and make sure she has a way around and you're comparing that to still somebody locked up for a felony and for being violent
3: already yeah, that you compare them to, I mean, n- not just any felony, like right. kidnapping and raping shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird because like, I, it's, it's a weird line because I don't want to sound so sanctimonious. Like, Oh, cause we would never stand for that. Cause I've watched people stand for that my whole life. Like I've, I've been the weirdo that was like, yeah, man, I really just can't fuck with R. Kelly, and um, and I know I was one of the few at the time. Like, I st- shit, we were on Twitter. You probably can go back and find receipts. But remember when fucking um that uh in the closet part eighty nine or whatever the fuck dropped, mm-hmm. uh, trapped in the closet dropped, and I remember people that are staunch fucking feminists and womanist and shit live tweeting every second of that. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I can't. And I was like, OK. So I'm the weirdo. And they and people are like, I can't believe you're not live tweeting this. You gotta watch it. And I'm like, nope, I, I just can't. Like, I'm right. not even trying to fight with y'all. I'm not trying to say I'm better than y'all. I just I physically I just don't have what it is to watch it. And then um, before that, like Rick James resurfaced because of Chappelle's show. Mm-hmm. This nigga smoking crack, kidnapped somebody, sexually assaulted oh. them. It's it's just always been a weird thing in our society where men get to do these terrible things and we just act like they're not terrible people for it. And, and this guy's just an extension of that. And it, I guess it's never going to stop because, you know, at some point you would think, even if you didn't agree that, um, you know, you wanted to see him die or something like that. I'm not saying everybody needed to be on, on board with that. You would think, well, this may be a moment where people that have either survived these traumas who are part of these marginalized groups that he's, you know, abused and shit? Maybe they are just gonna have their say today, and I can shut the fuck up.
2: Yeah, it's I'm, I'm gonna go through because I think a lot of people because it was making me mad because at first I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just like, oh the 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 the, rape, the violent rapist died. Okay, cool, whatever. Didn't care. And then I started seeing people go. I can't believe some of you guys are cheering for this. This is still a sad. This is still a young young black man who died. He didn't get a chance. To, it's still kind of sad. I don't think I would ever cheer. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry if it's somebody who's listening to this, get the fuck off your soapbox. Cause you're full of shit. And sometimes you need to hear that. Every one of these people that were saying that I would give you maybe 0.1% of you <laughs> f- truly fully believes that for every living being on this planet. Otherwise you're full of shit. Because when I remember when George Zimmerman was, we thought shot in that shootout with that dude, and we were all like, damn, dude didn't kill him. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I remember when Dylan Roof got beat up, and everybody wanted to put money on that dude's books. I remember that shit. Mm-hmm. So hearing people go, yeah, I mean, but it's still sad, and I wouldn't, mm mm, mm mm, stop.
3: Stop yep, and Twitter Twitter kept the receipts. Like that one rusty dude was doing mm. that shit, and they just went and found his tweets about Zimmerman and was like, "But you really don't feel this way." Right? And they just kept going twenty years old over and over. And it's like, well, what's the line? You know,
2: <laughs> like who Dylan Roof the- is twenty. <laughs> Dylan Roof is twenty. He's like twenty twenty one. Like, right? Like, said, what's the line? Like, what, what 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 it made me feel like is one. Because I don't think everybody is just on that, you know. Well, you only care because it's a black. Uh, it it's a um. Because you don't care about the other groups, like you don't care. Hell, you don't even care about the woman he he beat up and, and tortured, right? I don't think everybody falls in that category, but I do feel there's this thing with the black community where we feel like we can't publicly criticize another black person because somehow, it, it 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 affects us all, and so you see that with. You know, these these really bad people, even when they're black, it's like they're not really defending, but they're also uncomfortable with any kind of critiques about them. Because that's another thing too, there weren't a lot of people celebrating this dude's death, right. but there were a lot of people going, well, he was a piece of shit, mm-hmm. which is true. He was a humongous piece of shit, and there were still people there that were kind of taken aback by that and felt some kind of way, and I'm like... I don't think it has anything to do with this dude. I think it has to do with we've been conditioned to not. Is that thing you, you've you've heard from from older black people before? You know, not in front of mixed company. I feel like that's what it was, and I'm like, you should not know. That
3: well, I'll was- give you a, a recent example that um you know, because I feel like that hypocrisy kind of goes not just like it's not just the people like um, these dudes who decided suddenly right. that uh they care about his memory posthumously but you know many other people they don't care about um i remember when erica Gardner died mm-hmm. and people had her tweets of some homophobic things she had said and a lot of uh at that time a lot of straight people and a lot of black women were also I'm like y'all being divisive black lgbtq people i need y'all to y'all need to cut this shit out like or the uh, just let it go. She she's dead. Why are you talking bad about her? And I remember at that time being like, Yo, we're gonna have to get par- used to this part of of life on the internet. Like, people die. You're the sum of everything you've done. Some people are gonna remember the shit you did that they don't like, and you not you're not gonna be able to control them or make them stop. And if anything, you're really proving their point when you attack them. And tell them how you know oh oh so so y'all gonna be divisive which y'all which y'all gonna be today gay or black you know shit like that I'm like so you're proving the point why, like why right. do you think you're helping and that's kind of how this shit came off to me too as, as far as the similarities of um, the the group that was the most identified to him suddenly started being like we y'all are being divisive by bringing this up like nah it's really not this is just what happens.
2: And unless you were listening to his music, this is the only thing you knew about him. Yeah. The only thing you knew about him was he was a violent person. I'm, let's go through some of the stuff that he did. So, um, this is against his ex-girlfriend. The first incident of domestic violence occurred, uh, uh, he slapped her and broke her iPhone 6, as, uh, because she had complimented a male friend on his new jewelry. Later that day, uh, he, uh, I'm gonna just call him extension cord, cause fuck him, uh, left the room and returned with two grilling implements, a Barbecue pitchfork and barbecue cleaner," she said, and told her to pick one one of them because he was going to put one of them in her vagina. She chose a fork. He told her to undress. He was lightly dragging the tool against her inner thigh when she passed out. He did not penetrate her. Uh, following that incident, he began to act more violently towards her. Around July 2016, the couple moved to Orlando, where he asked during the deposition to when she, when asked during the deposition to pinpoint the days he threatened you. The reported victim responded. Well, when we lived in Orlando, it was literally like every day. Um, let's see. I'm trying to get to the part where... Let's see. Okay, yeah, here's the big one. About a week and a half into their stint in Orlando, the woman said that uh, she and him were together, uh, went to their way to the show. Uh, they were listening to one of his songs in the car, and she sang along with one of the verses. Then she hung along with a verse from a featured artist on the track. After that, he fell silent, left her in the car outside the venue. Inside, they got into a fight. When they arrived home after the show, he took her into the bathroom. And he was asking me why I was singing his friend's part of the song. If you, if I like him, why do I like him? Like, do I, do I ever, um, and do I, do I ever look at his Twitter? Like, he literally turned into one of those violent Twitter people you hear on Twitter all the time, basically controlling people. Mm-hmm. He then headbutted her, punched her, stomped her, put her in the bathtub where he continued hitting and kicking her. He also wanted to cut out my tongue because I was singing the song. She tried to run, uh, run away down the street. He tackled her, causing her head to hit the pavement. He saw her black eyes lump on the back of her head, scratch marks and bruises, including a large bru- bruise on her ankle where he stomped her. Uh, there, I'm not gonna keep going through this, but there are a bunch of other ones where um, she uh, he tried to drown her in the tub. Um, there's a big one here. Like, there's enough stuff here where you can tell that there are other people around. So when people are going, she was lying and stuff like that. No, 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 There's enough stuff here. Um, it is a it is a long history of violence against his ex-girlfriend. Um, it's disgusting. At one point, he basically uh, beats her up so bad she has to wear a hoodie, and then he takes her to somewhere else and basically imprisons her until she the bruising goes away because he knows that if anybody sees her, They'll call the cops.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This is the stuff there and again on, and then on Twitter himself he was doing a bunch of things like when people bring up domestic violence all domestic all domestic violence your your uh, your underage girl your underage daughter like he was he was threatening things he was uh, I think he basically said black people pro- protesting for Black Lives Matter were racist like he was not a good person mm-hmm. he was a giant piece of shit. So when I then hear people go, oh, but he was 20, let's go. We, we, uh, he'll never get a chance to redeem himself. My thing is, who gives a fuck? When do you ever give a fu- Like, do we care about George Zimmerman redeeming himself? Do we care about Dylan Roof redeeming himself? No. So why do we care about this dude trying to redeem himself? And here's the thing. Can you even redeem yourself for this kind of shit? Because thing too, I think people, we need to have a discussion about. I think words matter. Everything I listen to here, and, and if you go and read the full details of stuff, a lot of this stuff coming from court documents. This is not he said she shit, said this is court documents. These are not mistakes. Right. I'm so sick and tired of hearing people say everybody's made mistakes. Motherfucker, no. Right. Not everybody had made the same mistakes.
3: Um. Here's the thing, though. I I mean, maybe he would have redeemed himself. My question is, why would we think he would in a society where his fans don't think he did anything wrong, his contemporaries don't like they don't have a problem um with him. Nobody checks him. Um, they celebrate his music. They they're if he does a YouTube video or or you know Snapchat or something where he's like, I'm just trying to be positive right now. They go, well, that's enough for me. Why would I think that he's going to turn into some great person? Like, look at the opportunities that Chris Brown has had to turn his life around, you know? And and this literally, like, he does the bare minimum of things and people lose their minds. Like, oh, he's, he's raising his daughter. And, like, he's <laughs> right. supposed to do that. Like, I don't really see this, like, huge change in this dude's life. It's just we have the bar so low for him. And the same people that say shit like, you know, uh, that still harp Kim Kardashian sex tape, or uh, get mad at Amber Rose for having a slut walk, or you know, t- tons of things women do that they hold against them forever. They'll sit up here and be like, "But this guy was was a good guy, and I and y'all are too tough on him."
2: It's it, it's a and this is why it's, it's, I'm glad I have Karen on here because I really want to get the a, a woman's opinion on this because it's it's very interesting to me that we have that saying. Once a hoe, always a hoe. But you can literally be this guy where you have a sustained history in this short life. I mean, yeah, I'll give you, he's only 20, which means he got, in 20 years, he got about 50 years of domestic violence in. Mm -hmm. And somehow when he's dead, it's don't speak ill of the dead. But a woman, like you said, can do anything. Just like say hi to somebody. Next she know, she's a slut for the rest of her fucking life.
0: Yeah, th- and from a woman's perspective, from my perspective, those are the things that really kind of upset you as a woman, particularly when you see black men letting you down again. You know, black men wonder why black women are highly disappointed in them. Uh, we've been disappointed for a while, but social media has showed us that more of you it's more people to be just dis- more men to be disappointed in than i thought like i knew it was out there and because i'm not a man so men talk to each other men know each other's language because i've talked to roger about things and roger he be like well you know baby i actually be in these circles and this is you know this is what the real conversation is uh a lot of men try to hide this part of themselves from the women around them but social media Oh, particularly facebook you know uh has let people sh- has show women that you're shitty yes you might be my uncle my dad my cousin my brother but you're still a shitty ass man and it's one of those things that where we see the double standard y'all come out and y'all will protect somebody that is known to do these things to black women but yet you want me to say it's okay when a lot of us have been victims of this most black men have never been victims of domestic violence so they don't really understand and it's very uh, it makes me mad it makes me upset it uh angers me a lot um and i know for me a lot of times i don't i speak more on our show than i do actually online and on social media because anytime a woman speaks up about these things, you always have an ignorant nigga coming in in her timeline making excuses and acting like he's an exceptions to the rules. When, in and, and, and my mind, is very is very frustrating uh, to see the behavior happen. It's 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 like a um like a repeat. We've been on social media long enough. You can see things happen. Somebody does an uh, offense is done. People respond. People want to control how people respond, how people respond to it, and you know, and then the fight starts because you because we live in a world of camps now. Not about what if what you did was right or wrong or egregious. It's about camps. It's about the sexes, you know. And it's amazing how uh, a lot of these men who claim they want to be the head of the household, a lot of these men who claim that they're men, you know. But at the same time, they won't protect a woman unless they're trying to fuck her or unless they're their family member. And I know me and Roger talked about this, but I had to learn a while ago to kind of look at Black men differently because I know women are people. This is not shocking. This is not a surprising thing. This is not something that blows my mind. But as a Black woman, it gets goddamn frustrating when you hear, oh, I didn't realize that women were people until i had a daughter you'd be like well nigga you're fucking women your mama's a woman your aunt's a woman like like why does it take you having a daughter for you to have this realization but for the first time you realize that all these women that you call sluts and whores but at the same time you were still going after these women trying to fuck them you realize that all of a sudden you have birthed something into the world that men view this same way and so the reality is that men know the men are shitty creatures too you know what I'm saying? But you don't want to accept that fact and you want to badge women when women turn around and tell y'all the men ain't shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's funny because it goes back to a little bit of that thing we were saying about how uh, it's, these these parents, you know, don't understand their kids. It's like, oh, well, you know, with this music they listen to, I don't understand this. Like, yeah, have you forgotten you were a kid at one point? Right. It's like we don't see we 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 don't see ourselves... it's such a weird thing you know especially with men we don't see ourselves in other people like reality and and I don't understand that like you said it's disgusting to see men say, well now that I have a daughter now I get it, but when you say that you'd let me know you don't get it <laughs> because it, you, it, you,
0: it, oh, you right. really don't and i and and something that i because I used to be very really frustrated by that and so you know, I've got to the point where I don't care how you get to being a decent human being, just get to fucking being a decent human being. I, it used to make me really mad. And, you know, now I'm like, okay, now you're on, now you're bored. Can we get some empathy, some sympathy, some understanding, some compassion <laughs> towards the women in your life? I mean, if, if we can get that, fuck how you got there. If we can get that, we have accomplished something, you know, that each one, teach one and I know that this might sound quote unquote cliche, but I appreciate the growth in people. And I appreciate just watching other podcasts Particular men podcasting and watching their views change about uh homosexuality, watching their views change about trans, watching their views change about women. You know, all of a sudden you stop saying female. You know, I've kind of seen that over time as men have begun to get older and as men have begin to be have begin to soften on what makes a man, you know, because the thing is, society has taught men what masculinity is, and a lot of what they talk. Than what masculinity is, is devastating to little boys and it caused them to grow up into horrible men. You know, they they grow up teach, teaching little boys, you know, you go after a woman, you know, get her drunk to have sex with her. You know, as long as she ain't say no, it's yes. You know, these things are kind of taught. And even if they not taught verbally, they're implied, you know, from social circles and all this type of things. And, you know, particularly me being a woman, and I grew up, and I had a lot of male friends, I wasn't having sex with them, but I was accused of being a whore, I was accused of being a slut, and I wasn't sleeping with any of these men. Men, I just preferred male friends, you know, and so for me, it's very frustrating when people throw that out there, when sometimes, you don't even really know you're making that assumption about these women, and if they are, so what?
2: Yeah, no, but that's...
3: It's, it's also funny, because... That stuff like that is more about a statement on men, Mm -hmm. because basically saying no man would be in the
2: proximity of a woman unless they were having sex. (laughs) But we have have a vice president who said that we have a vice president who who says he will not be in the president. He will not take meetings with women if his wife is not there because he respects his wife, which is literally the most misogynistic thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, one of them is not the most. But still, it's like ridiculous. It's from the top. And Karen's right. Like, we are, as men, we are taught this, which is why I'm always weird. And I always talk about this stuff from my own personal experience. It's like, I'm thankful that I kind of, you know, woke up when I did because this is all around us. It's literally what we're taught. And I think a lot of men. You weren't. um,
3: So that's the the other thing. Like, so you probably were not as far gone as. I mean, not even a probably, but, you know, some of these dudes that beat women and, and this shit that this dude was doing, right? It like, I don't know how, but at some point, there's either going to have to be, like, a mass exodus of motherfuckers like this from the culture or there's going to have to be some sort of way for people like this to rehabilitate or redeem themselves. And the problem is the conversation can't be started around this dude dying and then we go poor him. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, I, I do believe that at some point, like, there has to be a path back for people who do fucked up shit and, um, at some point, uh, may want to, uh, maybe be rehabilitated or contribute to society or something. Like, I understand that impulse in people to want that. I just don't get why you wait till a motherfucker's dead that you didn't try to reach out to. You never helped. You never um, really saw um, make headway in this stuff. Why then? Like, why decide? Like, if anything, shouldn't he be a lesson to the next dude? Like, yo, change your shit now because this shit lasts forever. And people are, like, as much as you see people caping for him, the people that aren't forgiving him, that aren't moving on, that, like, those people exist too. And is that what you want people to think about you? When you're gone, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like the lesson could be just as easily that rather than, y'all fucked up for bringing up, you know, this old shit, man. He already handled it. Like, why not be looking at, you know, I mean, it's obviously he's older and it's probably too late, but why not be looking at like a Chris Brown? You know what I mean? Why not be looking at him and be like, dude, why get your life together?
2: Well, that's the thing though. I, well, go ahead, Karen.
0: No, and I was going to say, right. And the, and the thing for me too is that, What kills me is that men, particularly black, because we're talking about black men, use the same tactic that white people use. You want the oppressed group to help you. I'm oppressed. It is not my job to fucking fix this. Do not look at black women to come and fucking rescue you. Men need to look at men and fix this motherfucking problem because I didn't start it. Just Sorry. No, you got it. No, just like we look at white folks when it comes to racism and we say, get your white folks. When we say men, get your men, get them. And, and that's the thing I was going to say. I see people
3: saying like, Jadena, right? Joe Budden. Um, a ton of men going, well, he was uh, this and he was that and, and he was talented. And I'm not going to rejoice in his death. I don't care what y'all say. And I'm like, okay, cool. All right. Why aren't you now reaching out to the next young nigga that's fucking up, that you claim to be friends with? Right? Erica Badu's calling this person a friend. They're talking about the time they met him. Why aren't y'all reaching out now to the next nigga? Don't be, don't do this. Like, you basically waited till he died to then go no one can talk shit about him. That's not how it works. Well, actually, if you leave a shitty, if you do shitty things to people, you don't get to control the narrative. That's not how it works. Like, at some point, they're gonna get their say too. And all this, like, animosity you had towards people on social media. This is the lesson we could be telling kids now. You could be telling, and not just other rappers and famous people. I'm talking about, you just know a nigga that you're like, I think this dude's on the wrong path. Talk to him about this dude and don't just be like poor ex ex tentation man, what, oh it's so bad. Like, Talk to him and be like, dog, look at how his life was led. Look how people feel about this dude in the bad way. What are you doing with your life? How about that conversation? Instead of the, y'all should be ashamed of y'all selves for, for not caring that this dude died. That's
2: ridiculous. Well, so the one disagreement I have to have is, I, I think you're wrong. I think this is how it works. This, well, at least this is how it's been working. Mm-hmm. I think, And I think that's why so many people fall into this default. When the dead die, oh, all those were given. We got to pretend like it didn't happen because that's what we did before. And that's the cycle. And right. that's why you had all those dudes, uh, and it wasn't just dudes, but you had all these people and uh, these, these people who were famous and, and were in the music industry basically talking all the good stuff and i like, because once, the, for the men, they have their own skeletons in their own closet. So there's right. that. But two, it was literally, uh, well, we've all heard these stories. We just ignore them. It's, a, it's like Weinstein. It's like everything. It's like all this other stuff. It's It's business as usual. And so I think what What's happening and what you're seeing from people is is they are not ready for the change. They don't understand that in this day and era, you cannot do that anymore. You cannot. This is not this is not nineteen ninety six. This is not nineteen ninety nine. This is not back, you know, when 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 you know uh when Tupac got out of jail, you know, and came back and, and, and nobody cared. It's not like that anymore. People, like I saw people bring up Tupac all the time. I'm like, motherfucker, we were wrong back then. We didn't have social media. You didn't have a bunch of people. I guarantee you, there were a bunch of women out there who didn't fuck with Tupac after the rape shit. You just didn't know because it was hard to get those voices out there. Mm. Like, that's that's the problem. Like, people sit there and try to take take this idea of, well, you guys didn't say anything back then. Well, back then, one, society was even more fucked up than it is today. And two, you didn't have a way of getting your voice out there if you were upset by this shit. So Agreed. you cannot use that as a standard, as a day. And two, you need to look and see that, read the fucking room. This is not how you do it. Like, it's just, it, I, am, I am completely blown away by some people who still think that they can get away with, particularly in the black community. Because at this point, like the black community is, is always on the cutting edge of shit. And so to watch, like I don't know if you guys saw the video of uh, Lakeith Stanfield that came out today, where he no. he was he was doing a free solo on on Instagram. And it was super homophobic. Oh and man! And he's now gone. He's now gone and deleted almost all of his tweets, all of his um his Instagram posts. But I'm like, bruh, you got was, a movie. It was new or it was old. It was new. Damn. I'm like, bro, you got a movie coming out. Right. You got all this other stuff happening. What in your mind told you that was a smart thing to do? And the I, and the reason is, oh, because that's what you used to do. You have not. There's a bunch of people that have not realized times have fucking changed. Like I'm seeing people go, oh, I can't believe you guys are celebrating this man's death. I'm like, mother, you people have always celebrated death. What are you talking about? Yes, they what, have. What are you talking about? Like we we don't do this since when? Since when have you not done this? Motherfucker, when I, we throw a parade. When Hitler died, <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you? What i what, I don't understand where this where where is this fake bullshit coming from? This fake decorum that's never existed in the history of our lives. Yeah, I think never done
3: um, that. you brought up some good points. One about us not having social media and stuff back in the day, because there always were some some detractors, but um, and it would have like I said, if, I I can't even imagine if we had social media when Tupac was around. I can't right. even imagine. <laughs> because um, for sure some people would have been like, I'm glad he's dead. Uh, that motherfucker's a rapist, and y'all just let him cook, blah, 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 you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, but one of the things I think is, is, is interesting that, well, I guess what I was trying to say was, not that this isn't how it's been, it's, I believe it's changing. Oh, yeah. You can't control the narrative anymore, and that's why you got to start taking it forward with the kids of today, The and especially these I mean, to be honest, I just think a lot of these niggas are fake with the whole like I reached out to him and he was a good dude. I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just don't. And I and if you did reach out to him, why aren't you reaching out to other people? And I don't, and as public as these people's platforms are and as publicly as they live their lives, I sincerely doubt they reached out to that dude in private and didn't and didn't publish it or didn't talk about it. You know what I mean? Instead, they would do shit like Here's a picture from me at his concert. I'm like, you know you weren't talking to him about his behavior. You know, you probably hit him with some, oh, I love your music, man. Stay up. You're so good, man. Try Stay out of trouble, man. You know, that's it. Like, y'all not taking him under his wing, your wing or any of that shit. But now that he's there, you want to, like, hype up the whole he was going to turn his life around aspect of it. And I just, I don't believe you, and I don't know that he, I don't know enough about him to say, whether he would have or not like I, to be honest um i just didn't care so but but just in general i don't believe this notion that he was definitely turning his life around and nobody just this just nobody happened to notice are you sure he didn't just delete his twitter
2: well he's are just you saying, sure
3: that's not what happened well you know
2: the funny thing about it is it's the same thing people did with Chris Brown. like you brought up chris brown it's literally like this dude is is literally what happened people are like, well, he didn't get a chance to turn his life around. You know, he got taken too, from too soon. He could have just been another Chris Brown. It's been nine years since we since Chris Brown, literally. Like, beat is not the word because we saw the images of Rihanna's face.
0: Right, beat,
2: beat is not beat undersells what he did to Rihanna. Damn near tried to kill her. All right, in those nine years, what has Chris Brown done since then to change his life around? He's just gotten more violent. He now has a five-year restraining order against him for threatening, for stalking, and threatening to kill his last ex-girlfriend. Come on, like he repeatedly gets into fights. There's repeatedly uh, th- oh, anger issues. That's what Chris Brown has done. But you know what happened right after? Um, like a few months after, uh, he was arrested, uh, and back in what was that, two thousand nine for the Rihanna, uh, assault. I remember about. Three or four months after that, put a bow tie on, went with his mom what was on, Larry King or whatever, sat down and apologized. People were like, he turned his life around.
0: Right, without any work. And the thing that really upsets me about Chris Brown, what fucking kills me, stop saying he's a goddamn kid. That nigga's almost 30 fucking years old. And every time he's bought up and every time anybody says, fuck that nigga, I got to hear but he's a goddamn kid. When do... Black men in this incident turn into adults. When, when are they adults? Well, We're here's, almost here's, never. Here's, here's
3: the thing though, right? This is why I don't believe the people talking about XX Um, how the fuck you gonna keep telling me? Y'all still caping for Chris Brown today. He and and if I said if I say anything, you still talk about his age. You use his age for an excuse for why he shouldn't be better for a long time. Like, my like I've like it's now been what a decade?
2: Nine years, almost a decade. You're right. Yes.
3: Okay, so it's been almost a decade, and I still know people going, He's young. Um, why y'all coming down so hard? That happened when he was X amount of forgetting the litany of other criminal and abusive shit that he's done to other women. They just go, Why y'all still bringing up this shit? It's over, it's old, and I just can't believe that that these same people. We're gonna somehow hold XX Tentation accountable until he grew up and he was gonna become a better person.
2: I don't believe you. Here's the thing: the reason why he he was ch- quote unquote changing his life around court case. He had originally was scheduled to go to court in December. They postponed it because his girlfriend, at the, his ex at the time, was trying to drop the charges and didn't want to testify. Project to find out is because uh, this dude and his team had approached her to drop the file, so they decided to add new charges. That's that face up to a lifetime in jail for witness tampering. So he was facing life in prison. So you're goddamn right. He was trying to put a quote unquote new face on social media and quote unquote turn his life around because uh duh. He's facing life in fucking prison. What the fuck you think he's going to do? Right. Of course he's going to do this. Like that's not how that works. That's not how forgiveness works. That's not how changing your life around works. Change your life around. You know how changing your life around? works when you go and you pay for your crime and then you literally have to build yourself back up from the ground up and prove to people that I I will always use Michael Vick as, as my example because I find Michael Vick to be the perfect example because he went to jail you know not even for assaulting women which is weird He spent more time in jail Michael Vick has spent more time in jail than people other people in the NFL who have raped and beat women. Yeah. Well, crazy, right? But he went to jail, like, what, two years? Lost everything. Lost all of his money. Had to build his way back up to not just being a football player, but to even own a dog for his kids. Mm-hmm. Paid back all the money he owed and all this other stuff up. And to this day, he still has people that if he goes to a, a uh, if he's playing in the NFL, will line up after and still protest him.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know
2: how much hateful stuff? Michael Vick says about them, not a goddamn thing, because even though we say that, because we're like, oh, these people are racist, because they are, some of them are. Mm-hmm. But Michael Vick's mind is like, well, that's that's part of doing, the, that's part of paying for the crime, and I think that's the thing that a lot of people haven't figured out yet, that almost all of us have evil that we've done or said or bad things we've done and said not to the woman beating level I'm talking about being maybe you said some homophobic things I know I have homophobic transphobic things that's fine I bring this up all the time there have been people that don't fuck with me who have blocked me who hate me that if I go somewhere they would probably split on me if they could that's what I gotta deal with because I don't think people realize that there's a victim in what you've done
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that victim has the right to feel however they feel. It doesn't matter if you feel like you've 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 done enough.
1: Right.
2: Fuck it. That's not how it goes. Like there were so many people going. I don't understand why people would celebrate this man's death. It's like, well, maybe they're a survivor of an abuser. And if that's the case, then them feeling like another abuser dead. Fuck it. Because here's the thing. I know how yeah. I'm gonna feel when 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 George Zimmerman finally dies. Oh motherfucker, we throwing a party. I mean, and to take
3: it one step further, maybe they just piling on, on the on the like the wave of people talking shit on Twitter. And right. Like, even if that's it, it doesn't fucking matter to be honest. I mean, look, I don't mean to be too callous about this, and this one of the reasons I haven't really said nothing about it online. Um, as an atheist, he's dead. I don't give a fuck. Like what? What he gonna get offended. In hell or in heaven or wherever the fuck he's at, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, why are you defending this his honor? He's dead. Like, it, you, all you're doing is pissing off the living people at this point.
2: Well, that's well, Doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, that's the crazy thing. People are taking the stance like, well, I just don't think that you guys should should tell me how I should feel about doing. It. I'm like, but that's what you're doing. Like nobody was, nobody was doing this. You were trying to tell people that they shouldn't celebrate. And then when people tell you to go shut the fuck up, you're like, well, you can't tell me. Well, you were fucking doing it. You started it. You started it. Like it, this entire episode, we're going to have so much more outside of just this. This entire episode going to be about people who go and slap somebody. Then when they get punched the fuck out, go, you hit me. You're not allowed to do that.
3: Yes, it's uh I I made a meme one time. It's, it's crudely drawn or a uh, cut, but but it's basically a a bee a, a hornet's nest, <clears throat> and then the next image is uh, uh Johnny Depp is Captain Jack Sparrow running from a bunch of uh, people trying to kill him, and uh, I have on that uh, I'm the real victim here. Like <laughs> like that's how motherfuckers do now. They like slap the hornet's nest and then turn around and go. Oh, my God, look at all these people attacking me. I'm the real victim. It's like, you fucking punched a hornet's nest. A, a lot of those people who were saying things like, I'm glad he's dead and stuff, I saw them too. You know what I did? Said nothing. <laughs> um, it they were you also, nothing. And it's not even that because I, I agree or disagree with them. I really just was like, I don't know this nigga, and I don't care, and I don't have to. But even with, with um the people who were defending him, I really said nothing to them too, because I was like, one, you about to get, like I said, slap that hornet's nest, right? Because the ones defending him always, almost all of them had gone to somebody else first and told them how they were supposed to feel. Um, and then two, I I don't care, bro. And you can do that with anything, like pick your thing and you can try it yourself. I I everyone should try it this week. Look at someone whose opinion you don't fucking necessarily agree with. And then go. I don't actually have to say anything about this. And it's 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 really a freeing experience because that especially for something like where it's, it's not necessarily black and white for people. Yo, you don't have to like do your mental. Uh, what do you call it? Like exercise in front of everybody. You know what I mean? Like you can you can think some things to yourself and not come to this person and be like, okay, guys, so listen, this is really complicated for me. I'm a fan of his music. But I don't agree that you should hit people, and, and I mean he was abusive. But I mean think of like you actually could have kept all that in your head. You can't go, uh, y'all don't tell me how to feel. No, you told us how you felt, and then you got mad that someone disagreed with you.
2: But that but that's the thing about social media now, particularly Twitter. Right, people haven't haven't learned the art of shutting the fuck up. Just don't say anything. Like some, and here's the thing: sometimes you learn something. Because I remember when I, I'm so glad you brought the Erica Garner thing, because I didn't know about her homework phobic tweets at the time. And when I yeah. saw that, I was like, "Oh, damn!" And then at first, it was like, "It was it, it, And and I get the, I get the initial like knee jerk reaction. Of, ooh, ah, ooh, I don't know if I would. Ooh, that's now is he gonna? I get the, but I didn't say anything, right? I just kept learning. I kept seeing people. Explaining why the things were wrong. And you know what I actually you know what actually happened? I learned something. Mm-hmm. I didn't say shit, you know, and it was like, huh, learn something every day. And I went about my business. It's okay to not say anything at this time. And that I think a lot of people haven't figured this out either. Particularly if you're not the group affected, your opinion most times doesn't really fucking matter. So, you giving your opinion is fucking worthless. So, why even do it? Just shut the fuck up.
3: I, I, I legitimately don't understand um, why the fuck motherfuckers can't... I, I mean, we had a podcast, which is... I I love... I save a lot of stuff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically to go talk about on the podcast right. because um, of how shit goes. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, it's it's... Uh, it's an own goal for you to go online and try to have a conversation that you really can't control the context of Uh, people easily try to be misleading take something out, argue with you, stuff like that. Right. So, but some people don't have that, but even with the lack of a place to go express yourself in context and in full thought, um, as far as like Twitter or, uh, or whatever, you can easily go find, make a long Facebook post you can go get a medium account. You can just talk to your friends about it. You know that context is and, and nuance is pretty much the opposite of Twitter. So it's it, you know it's gonna be hard to get those thoughts out without one person or, or more jumping in your shit. The you know the second tweet in or whatever. So I think I think a lot of this has been um, lost via that, and we've lost the uh, value of shutting the fuck up because of that. Like. But but you have to understand. Actually, they don't, and they might never will understand. But if you shut the fuck up, um, maybe wait a second and gather your thoughts. Maybe find a different format to, to express yourself in. A lot of times, you'll find that it's, it actually comes out better. That's what happens for me. Is like, um, sometimes I like I, it took me a while to 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 flesh out how I felt about that dude dying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because because it wasn't simple for me. I wasn't just like. Fuck him! I I never heard of him, and it's, I was like, okay, so he got killed. Was it by the people retaliating for? Oh, it wasn't. Okay, was it? Uh, okay, so it was just some gun like gang like some uh, stealing shit. Okay, um, people are going at these kids because the kids are sad. Um, well, we're adults, you know. That's kind of weird. <laughs> like, um, people are going at uh other adults for not being sad okay, you're fucking weird. You know, I had to see all that shit happen before I could get to my kind of like nuanced position of like, I understand when kids go through it, but I don't understand what your girl on the ass is doing. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But it took, but I, I, I all that happened over the course of a few days. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I just didn't talk about it. You know what I mean? Cause I was like, what's the point of me talking about it when I don't even know how I feel. And, and I'm not necessarily like, um... I'm not as I'm a, I'm not as necessarily at a black and white on shit as a lot of people. You know, I'm not like so I'm not gonna feel bad for not knowing how I felt right away. Like I'm, but I can keep it to myself.
2: But, but well, yeah, and it's just that's normal. It's like that's how that's how we. It's, it's so funny hearing people. That's not how it used to be. That, that that is actually how it used to be, right? People used to keep the shit to yourself or talk about it in your small little friends. Now you go out here and you're sharing it with millions and millions of people, then getting mad when people go, your fucking opinion's stupid.
3: Imagine (laughs) if I would have said exactly what I just said to you on Twitter, like on Monday. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I
3: would have got ate up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I would have been like, guys, I don't know how I feel. I really just need to take some time with this. People would be like, you don't know how to feel? Well, he was beating that woman. Did you know how to feel? You know, it would have been like that as opposed to like... um, you know, when I'm able to express myself in my full thoughts and be, you know, like it sounds different. It feels different. And I think a lot of people want to be, I don't know, first? Or they want like a a real-time, like, report of every single emotion they have. And then you wonder why the fuck you get roasted, bro. Like I said, man, that rusty dude, man, he was out there talking (laughs) about fucking doing crack and shit. I was like, dude, whatever happened, you've gone too far. Like, not not because, uh, not because you did cracking your twenties, but just like if you thought that that sentence was gonna save your right. art or make your point, you went too far. You already were out on a limb that you had no business being on.
2: TMI, yo. It was TMI. I'm I'm. Can I follow him? And I'm watching stuff going. I'm like, I even even I had to be like, hey yo, hey, bro, you gotta right. stop, yo. You 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 you're digging a hole. Like because every now and then you see somebody digging a hole. You are like hey man. <laughs> I'm not staying for what's gonna happen. Well, uh, letting you know right now, you're digging that hole and you might never even get out. I'm out. I-, I ain't giving you a ladder. I ain't reaching right. out to help you. Just letting you know, might want to stop now. And everybody's like, "Nah, fuck you, nigga. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig this fucking hole." All right, man. <laughs> like, I mean, he was getting mad at people for even saying anything. And women. Then, I mean, women. He was getting mad at women. That's the thing yeah. that did it for me. He was only coming at th- after the women who were like a. You're you're wrong on this, and that's who you would get mad at. And that not just mad, he was calling people cunts. And I'm like,
0: mm, oh, you're not you mm, your cake.
2: Mm. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I saw that one. I'm like, mm, dude, you're mm, you're digging the hole. You're not gonna be able to get out. And and for what? For this dude? For a dude yeah. who beat his who, his ex girlfriend and tried to drown her in the tub, and then try to kidnap her? Like, that's who you're gonna. That's who you're gonna go down this hole for? And like. I, I don't know. I feel like social media is one of those things that people feel like they need to be a part of the conversation all the time. And sometimes I'm like, maybe you don't. Maybe you just let that shit go. I, there's been plenty of times I've seen something and been like, mm, not stepping on that mind. I'm pretty I didn't see it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just smooth unfollow button. Did not know he went that far with Yeah,
2: it. he, yeah. He, that, and I, even before he did that, I was, I was just trying. I was like, dude, hey, bruh, listen... Mm-hmm. Like you're telling yourself, and he's going, and he got roasted
3: afterwards. And it was so funny, but I mean, he he volunteered for that, man. Right? Like he could have just said nothing. I, honest, and to be honest, like when I say he couldn't said nothing, I mean like at any time, because he could have just dropped his original thought, which was, "I think it's sad a twenty year old black dude got killed by another black dude," um, and I don't really care about the rest. I just think it's sad. Okay. But then when people come at you and they're like, well, what about his abuse shit? You don't have to start turning around like, cut, you bitch. You mother. like, okay, well now, see, you could have had stopped. Because people might would have understood the complex feelings of black people about black on black crime and all that shit. What they not fitting to understand is you calling them a bitch and then talk about he's 20 years old. I don't give a fuck. All right, then. Get roasted. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um speaking of for uh caping for people and, and black men being bad. Um, what is up with these niggas that are caping for Melania Trump right now, yeah? Oh my um, god. So com- uh you said what? The conist Oh my god. So we've we've all seen the, the back and forth with Trump. You know, Trump creates a policy to uh create concentration camps uh where they're basically not just holding kids but separating them out. The boys are with the boys nobody knows where the girls are and the toddlers are all over the country right and it goes for like i guess it was a week or something like that maybe 2 weeks uh, and they do this thing and i i wish i had found i wish i had saved the article there was an article that basically came out and explained how they use melania trump and it's basically the way that kings used to use like the queen where they used to bring her out to just when they're in, when the kings in trouble bring the queen out because people or, or warm up to the queen and they'll use her to kind of um soften the blows and make things look they're not as bad and that's basically what they did with Melania this week where first it was her tweet saying that she believes that uh, we should treat kids and we, we, that it was it was it was the it was the weakest fucking rebuke of her husband that I've ever seen in my life and people act like it was. Melania taking a stand against her husband like when where what was the rebuke exactly She didn't name her husband by name didn't call the um Didn't 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 uh, let's see. Uh, let me see come everything right now Has
3: I saw people giving her credit While she was wearing that jacket or something and I was like Did I miss like a fucking memo? What nothing about this is okay?
2: yeah no it was let's see um uh, I'm trying to see if I can find the actual tweet she had um no I don't I don't see it, but it, it it was it was like literally the weakest statement you could fucking make um and people are, are were like, oh yeah, no, she's. She's speaking out against her husband, whereas all the other living, um, uh, all the other living, uh, uh, first ladies actually had like real something like a real, real rebuke and uh, calling out this. Um, so let me see if I can find it. I really want to find out, um, find that the tweet that they say. Uh no 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 because the one where she was like talking about impacting children as this was happening and, like everything about them is tone deaf. Um, uh, do treat rebuke of husband. Let's see if that comes up. Uh yeah here we go inside Melania Trump surprising migrant children rebuke which it's not not what happened she didn't doing and, and and the idea that somehow anybody at um. Anybody uh, tweeting for Trump didn't really understand what she was putting out there. Um, let's see, da, 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 da. see if we can find the actual. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't. Even, like I said, it's not. It, it's not even a real thing because you can't even really find it. <laughs> because it's not. I, I know she didn't say shit of consequence, man. Mm. People just hype up
3: her thing. This infant. This infantilization that they have with uh, white women and uh, specifically complicit white women. Um it's extremely frustrating to see people do uh, this shit. Man.
2: Here you go. It wasn't a tweet. It was it was a statement. Mrs Mrs Tr- Mrs. Trump hates to see children separated from their families. Uh her communication director says she hopes both sides of the aisle can come finally come together to achieve some successful immigration reform. Adding Melania believes we need a country that follows all laws. Oh shit, hold on that follows all laws, uh, but also a country that governs with its heart. That is the statement that they said was the harsh rebuke of her husband.
3: Why didn't she just copy and paste what Michelle Obama wrote?
2: Right, right. Normal?
3: Yeah, I, man, I saw, okay, so, uh, controversy, we're not behind the paywall, so I'll just take these slings and arrows. But um, I saw one way too many black men um, trying to find a way that she wasn't complicit, and that her "I don't care do you" jacket uh, was not offensive.
2: Oh no! Um, it, it was it was it was really about her husband, and she's really taking a stand against her husband. I'm like, why are you making statements for her?
3: And also, how would that make sense in the context of that sentence? Going- I, do, I don't care. Do you like? What does that mean in the context of? I, kids being separated from their mom like there's not a structure of that sentence to me that is overtly uh against trump um so uh that was part one there was a lot of black men that were defending defender and uh the controversial part a lot of black men with white wives mm. that uh hmm. Hmm. hate to be that guy to notice that but uh obviously hashtag not all <laughs> but it was a lot, okay. Um, bad enough to
2: make a statement about, yo. Know?
3: Toray, like, motherfuckers felt they had much like XX Sentation done, they felt that they could not keep it to themselves and had to go on the record as I just don't believe that she would do something racist like this. Mm. To which I'm like, What evidence do you have to provide me that the birth, the motherfucking, um, diva? Would not a woman who has still has an accent, but somehow questioned Barack Obama's legitimacy to being born in America is not racist. The fact that she is married to an overt racist, overt racist, the like the the woman who defended
2: her husband and said that those women, the other woman who accused him, were lying. That that same woman,
3: if she Mm. isn't complicit, then she is at best uh compromise right like like the 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 nicest thing you could say about her is well she wants the money so bad that she'll let him do these things that's the nicest thing <laughs> you know I mean? like who, there is no reality where she's a victim of this dude and trapped in a tower like Rapunzel you if she didn't want to be with this dude you know what she would be one of his ex-wives because he has them yes he does like, like they, motherfuckers act like this, this nigga don't got ex-wives, like he, like she's trapped somewhere. Like, she's a woman with money and agency and fame. She could leave if she fucking wanted to. She don't want to leave. She likes it there. But this is the same shit that happened when uh, in the plantation life, when you fucking had white women that fucking beat slaves and, and really attacked black women and black femininity and People still and they still got to hide behind the veneer of the genteel southern belle. but meanwhile they were fucking uh terrorists they were they were uh assaulting uh brutalizing and um emotionally abusing physically abusing the women and the children in their in, in, you know in their under their um power in the house as a mistress of the of the house and yes. Their husband occasionally slapped the shit out of them, but it doesn't mean that it, that it erases the time that they used a hot cone to burn a black child. Right, And that's the shit that gets lost in all this. And it's a shame to see these niggas run over there to be like, oh, not nah, Mr. Trump. She is a good one. No, the fuck she's not. Just because she's quiet does not make her good just because she's not calling you a nigger out to your face. Does not mean she's not a fucking racist. And I am fucking insulted to see people like Van Jones, to see people like Torrey run up and just jump in front of those fucking slings and arrows and be like, "No, not this one." For what, dude? She don't even fucking like your black ass.
2: Why? But isn't that the, isn't that the, the the basic the the patriarchy and, 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 and misogyny of this country though, right? Because the women have to be this way. They've, they've painted a picture of every woman that works for Trump and is complicit in what Trump does from Sarah Huckabee Sanders to Melania Trump to his daughter, Ivanka Trump. They are all helpless and they are all doing what they have to do and they can't do anymore to the point that people, when it comes to Melania, the whole thing had Melania blink twice if she's a hostage. Like they cannot believe that these women are manipulative enough to do this. Which is also kind of weird because then they also believe that Hillary Clinton was too ambitious. And it's just so weird, right? We we didn't want that woman, right? We didn't want the ambitious, the smart, the 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 outwardly smart, the 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 the, the almost bullish, confident woman in Hillary Clinton. But we want the meek, helpless, can't do anything but other than be arm candy. That is Melania and Ivanka Trump, right? It is so interesting that that is thing and everybody comes up with all these narrative of how the, these women can't help themselves and can't do anything and are just their victims like we are
3: and hillary is considered complicit in anything bill clinton has done
0: mm-hmm.
3: right like she's considered complicit by that same group of people who think that fucking melania trump is blameless in anything her husband's done what you, how can you be in this how can you be the same people
2: it's um interesting.
3: Hmm.
2: Very interesting. Very interesting.
3: I'm just sick of us being the weakest fucking link. <laughs> you know what I mean? You keep
2: that same fucking energy,
3: dog. That's all I'm asking. Like, is it so fucking hard to be consistent on this shit? Like, all you gotta do with bigotry is put a fucking white woman's face on it and then make her cry, and everybody's like, you know what, man? It's really not her fault. It's everybody around her. I mean, all she's doing is, you know capitalizing and profiting and benefiting from the racism it's not like she's actually promoting it 53 percent of them voted for that dude what do you like what 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 are we what's the debate about anymore she there could,
2: is no benefit of the doubt anymore she could divorce him and she would she like you said she could divorce and leave him and make so much money people are like oh no she can't do that why why she's lived with him for how long and been with him for how long she knows exactly how terrible he is. She's still here. People have gone to the idea of oh, she's a domestic, domestic violence, something like that. Like stop putting all this stuff on her. She she could just be that she's a terrible person who doesn't want to be first lady in the first place. She just wants to earn the money and, and, and notoriety after it. That's all she wants. So his daughter wants Ivanka. It was a very, very, I, I didn't read the entire piece, but I saw the woman who wrote it, wrote this piece on Ivanka Trump, basically summed it up that Ivanka is basically does all this stuff because she's just, she's the little girl who's still afraid her daddy will leave her. Right. And so she does all this stuff in the hopes to impress her. Like it's, it's literally the stuff you see. It, it, it's, it's kind of funny because the stuff you see when, when, in movies, but they usually do with male characters where the male character does all this stuff just try to impress his dad and get his dad to to, uh, to to tell him he loves him that's literally what Ivanka Trump does though she knows that if she gets she gets in the news and she can make she she can make she can make money she'll make her dad look good and he won't abandon her that apparently that is her whole thing is she's definitely afraid of her dad abandoning her and that's why she doesn't speak up on any of this shit where it takes, Trump creates a crisis. This horrible crisis with these kids. Then, after for a week saying he can't do anything, signs a bullshit executive order that doesn't do, I don't even know if it was an executive order. Um, this bullshit order that still kind of doesn't really do anything. And that's when Ivanka Trump speaks up. Thanking her dad for <laughs> fixing the problem Superficially that he created she's fucking worthless I said it on I said it on Facebook. Ivanka is the caricature of Chelsea that everyone had. Everybody thinks Chelsea Clinton is this manipulative, evil person that's Ivanka, but yet somehow the media treats Ivanka like she's this helpless. You know, liberal woman who's trying to do all this stuff. Meanwhile, I, let me see if I can read this. Someone, this is the kind of stuff that, that that Chelsea gets all the time on Twitter. Um, let's see. Somebody, somebody hit her up. Say, "Hey, double chin, chubby Chelsea Clinton. We can still see your 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 two size your your two X chin." Somebody send that to Chelsea Clinton on Twitter. You know how she responded. Hi, Mike. My kids are napping. I'm smiling, thinking about our wonderful day so far, and may have a double chin given how wide my smile is. I also remain aghast that our government ripped children away from their families. Every child must be reunited with their families. Hope you agree. Meanwhile, Ivanka hasn't said shit. Or and she that's tweets that's brain dead
3: Actually, has a uh, she actually has an office in the White House, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah she 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 she's the worst. Uh, and the thing is, uh, when Roderick, I think Roderick showed me the post. Didn't you have a dude like write a post.
3: Oh man! So a dude on Facebook, I basically unfriended because he had a big like Melania Trump. Uh, the wife um, is uh, he felt sorry for her and the, the jacket was overrated, and you guys are bringing this is nothing but a distraction type thing. And I was like, This is how the fuck I cut his name out of it. I was like, This is how black men often end up being useless right. in these situations because mm, we always have been making excuses that we wouldn't make for somebody else, right? Like, if, if, like, say, say it's another Trump. Wore that shit to the up there, uh, like one of the men Trump, he wouldn't feel that way. He felt that way because she's a white woman. And uh, I ended up unfriending the dude behind that shit because you know, and I think people do it with, with uh Ivanka as well. The the daughter, they they feel like white women can't be harmful unless they come out and legitimately just call you a nigger to your face. They will make an excuse for any action they take.
0: And and even then, in my opinion, they still aren't harmful because at the end of the day. You know, you talk about it, but your dick is not your friend. And a lot of black dudes uh, fuck white women. And there's nothing wrong with that. But some of them are very problematic. And y'all will look past her racism. Y'all will look past her calling you a nigger and everything else and turn to a a black woman. And that, right, the black woman is the problem. And, you know, that's one of the things where you get really irritated from. Because to me, her jacket might as well said, I don't give a fuck. But yet, when you see people quote-unquote debate about it online, what the fuck is there to debate about? What are we talking about? Nobody in that Oval Office gives a fuck about these children. Period. So why are we talking about this? And this? And what really frustrates me is, particularly when you see black people defending it, you go, well, nigga, do you know any fucking thing about your goddamn history? They're using the same tactics they used when we got here on fucking boats. You separate the men, you separate the cho- the women from the children, you ship them out to all parts of- across the country, they lose language, they lose history, that, you know, they lose heritage, you know. It's the same tactics. And for niggas to sit here and act like we've been fucking free the whole time we've been here, we are not special and we are not white. So I don't know why niggas think all of a sudden and when they're not the oppressed group, you can quote unquote put on a white man's cap because, at the end of the day, a lot of niggas don't care about equality, they just want to be the white man.
2: No, you're absolutely right. It's watching these t- and again, like this whole thing of what Trump did with these kids. And you know, enough people have talked about this, smarter people than me, and everything that have covered this. And it's not over yet. I don't want people to think it's over just because he, he did this. He's now detaining the kids and the parents together, apparently, but they have no idea how to get the kids back to their parents.
3: So that's the other part, right? Republicans are so good at this. And this is like why Democrats fail. They move. He has successfully with this gambit. Not, I don't think it was even on purpose. I just think they're that callous and cruel and they don't give a fuck.
0: Mm-mm. He has
3: successfully moved the bar from should we be detaining and deporting so many people, which it was under Obama, that was the big debate to can they at least keep their kids? that's mm-hmm. that's what he did. like that's why they win <laughs> like we're 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 debating the basics of humanity, not a, we're no longer debating the actual government policy anymore
2: right. it's it's now okay, now you can and and again, because people were making this about just about illegal immigration. It was also about asylum. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are caught up in this because the end goal is always to cut immigration of black and brown people. That is the end goal. This isn't just about illegal people crossing the, the border in Mexico. It's not about that at all. Like, there's, I found this article. Um, Jogger who accidentally crossed the U.S. border with British Columbia detained for two weeks. A visitor from France says he was jogging along the beach south of White Rock, British Columbia, when she crossed the U.S. border without realizing it, so began a two-week nightmare that ended her in prison in a prison jumpsuit. Uh, Sedalia Roman, nineteen, didn't know at the time, but she had ran southeast along the the beach on the evening of uh, May 21st. She crossed the municipal boundary and shortly after, an international border. As the tide to come in, she veered up and onto a dirt path before stopping to take a photo of the picture, picture, picturesque settings. She turned back around to head back, and that's when she was apprehended by two U.S. Border Patrol officers. Officers stopped me and started telling me that I crossed the border illegally. I told him I had not done it on purpose and I didn't understand what was happening. Roman says she didn't see any warning signs that she was crossing into the U.S. during a jog. She was informed by U.S. Border uh, Customs and Border Protection officers that she entered the country illegally, which they said was captured via um, via security camera. And I think there's a picture above this right here where you can't see any security cameras or whatever. You can't tell. Um, I said to myself, "Well, I may have crossed the border, but they'll probably only give me a fine." Or they'll tell me go back to Canada or they'll give me a warning. Roman, a citizen of France who had traveled to Canada to visit her mother in British Columbia uh, and work on her English, didn't have any government issue ID or travel permits with her. Her Mother lives in North and North Delta. She said the officers detained her for crossing illegally into Blaine, Washington and transferred her more than 2000 kilometers south to Tacoma Northwest Detention Center run by the Department of Homeland Security. They put me in a cage. They put me in cage vehicles or brought me into the facility. They asked me to room all my, my personal belongings with my jewelry and they searched me everywhere. Then I understood it was getting very, very serious. And I started to cry a bit. Roman says he was able to contact her mother, Christine Fern, who rushed to the decision center to provide officers with documents, including her passport and study pay, permits. Fern said that workers on site told her that she had she had to present the documents to the Immigration, Immigration Canada to determine if Roman was uh, uh, eligible to be discharged back to Canada. Room was held in custody for two weeks before immigration officials on both sides of the border confirmed that she was allowed back into Canada then she was transferred back into uh, in, in, into the country. It was just unfair and there was no sign no, and there was nothing no sign at the border who uh, said Fern who visited her daughter several times when she was detained. It's like a trap anybody can be caught on a border like this
0: right and they do that purposely and strategically
2: that's the Canada that's the Canadian border guys that's not Mexican border. This isn't just about, and it does, and even what it's about, like, some, because, again, the, 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 I, 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 I want to thank the media, finally, for doing some good reporting on this. um, Because I feel like they've been letting a lot of shit go. And I thought that it would be something happening to white people that would get the media to finally understand what was going on. I wish it was under better circumstances, but thank God it was black and brown people. At the center of the story that made the media wake the fuck up and see just how racist Trump is. To the point that you have people that are literally chastising people like Hillary Clinton and others calling Trump voters deplorable and things like that. Joe Scarborough and Mika now coming out and saying that if you support the president, you're racist too. Funny how that works now, right? And I don't
0: believe them. I fucking don't believe them. They only change because he's quote unquote unpopular now. They don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's the, the whole like I want to wear this shirt for them. Like they don't, really, they don't really care to you because this like that's what they, I'm talking about the media, right? Um, but I, 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 I applaud them for pointing out that it's not everybody trying to cross that border isn't doing so because they want to come and take our jobs or because they're Ms. Thirteen or anything like that. These are people fleeing violent gangs and hoping to raise kids in a country that they think will give them a chance to actually raise their kids into adulthood because they don't feel like they can do it back in their own country. They are literally <laughs> fleeing death. And then they do—they flee death by, you know, trying to cross a border that invites even more. So think about this. Th- think about how much you have – think about how like, – as violent as your neighborhood might have been growing up or as much violence as you saw growing up, think about what it would have taken for your parents to gather you all up with only the, a backpack worth of your stuff and literally walk across the most rugged country you could fucking think of in, in conditions that are unbearable and might lead to death. Think about how to, how terrible the conditions back home must have been for anybody to do that. And then they and, get here and then you get told by this government that they're doing it because they're criminals. And so they deserve to be locked in cages.
0: It's it's insulting, Chris. And it's also one of those things, too, to where Americans think that we are always going to be in the spot where nothing, quote unquote, will happen here. But nobody knows what the future will hold. Let's say something traumatic happens here. And people start fleeing our borders and going up north and going down south, and they start denying us. All of a sudden, those quote unquote humanitarian rights that other people are talking about—what happened when the shoe was on the other foot? They don't, they, we,
2: don't we, don't, we don't think about that. We don't. We don't think about that. We don't. We don't. We don't think about that. It, it, it's not. It's. It. It is. It is. It it is it it is it shows and and then because again you know people point out that things happened under Obama too he deported more uh uh em- more immigrants than anybody else before him but facts are facts this policy was not in place under Obama they did not do this this was not cruel what what Obama and, and what if, gets me is every time every time go got that from Trump.
3: That right there should have told you it was a fucking lie. Right,
2: right. right. Like, how were you taking what he said as truth? The other thing, too, is, I mean, just look at any time that racist Keebler elf, uh, uh, Jeff Sessions, says anything. Is it me or does he always seem like he's smirking? Every, Every time. time he talks about this shit, he's smirking. He finds this shit funny.
0: He does.
2: He finds this shit cute. And, and that leads me to the next thing in this. And And that's, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of people and, and, and hear me out because I know people might hear the first part of this and don't listen to everything. That's why I can't say this on Twitter. Um, I was actually going to do this on Twitter and I was like, mm, I can't do that because people are going to take bits and pieces of it and not get the whole thing. Um, this is why, while I understand the whole, we need to point out, especially when white people say this, that this isn't us. We need to push back against that because this is definitely is what America has always been and what we've done. I think there also needs to be a little nuanced discussion as well as how this is also far outside the norm of that and that yes the america has blood on its hands america is the the country that you know ripped away from and and committed genocide against the indigenous people of this country and then built a country on the backs of of africans that they wouldn't even allow to have full rights until like a few decades ago right so 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 This idea that this isn't who America is. This isn't America. It's bullshit and it's offensive because, yes, it has always been that way. That said, Um, I do believe that we should point out, and it's very, very important to point out, how, how far away from the norm of just that we've gotten in just two years under Trump. Because there are things that are being done that I'm like, huh. I, I don't know. Did you guys see the shit that um, Mike Huckabee did? Yes. So, so Mike Huckabee pointed, and other people have done this. I've sent saw the. It was, it was a, He basically tweeted something about um, Nancy Pelosi, and basically said uh, it was a is a pitch, an image of what he. I guess he's expecting saying are uh, Mexican Ms. Thirteen uh, uh, gang members, and said this is like. I uh, he said he's, and, and and the quote tweet above it was basically this is Nancy Pelosi's election uh, re-election committee or something like that right mm-hmm. basically piling on the idea that these are uh that the the, the 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 uh Democratic Party is a party of um supporting MS13 is Week on crime. Yeah, it's basically what it is. It's, it's this image of, and, and they are gang members. I can see that I'm looking at them. It's just a, it's like a stock photo of, of Ms. 13 gang members. It says Nancy Pelosi introduced her campaign committee for the take for the take back of the house. Here's the thing, guys. This is some Willie Horton shit. This is some mm-hmm. shit that you would see back in the day, but it happened like once every four years during a presidential campaign. And and it it would it, even then it'd be like ooh I don't know that's a little bit too far. But today, this is twenty four seven. Today is twenty four seven. It doesn't even matter. Like this is and again and 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 the person who did it. This is Mike Huckabee. Now it's easy for us to go. Oh, Mike Huckabee is he's not he's a nobody. Mike Huckabee in his in in his Twitter handle still says, Governor Mike Huckabee. Because he was a governor. Mm-hmm. He was. He ran a state. And yeah, he was terrible back then. But he ran a state. He ran for president like two or three times. This is his own. This is not like a spokesman for for Mike Huckabee. This is not a pack, you know, a pack supporting Mike Huckabee. This is Mike Huckabee himself. Um. Representative King. Steve King from Iowa, who is says all the time, he is a white supremacist. There is no way around the idea that Stephen King in the House is a white supremacist. Uh, he said, "I think he did something similar with with Ms. Thirteen because that's her new that's her new go to now. It's to basically say because there was like a, an image. Somebody had tweeted an image of." These kids being because they were they were flying they were detaining these kids and then they were packing them on into flights and then flying them to different places in the country. So there was a bunch of kids that they had put they were they were like teenagers and they all had the same outfit on because but that's what the border patrol gives them. And somebody showed the images like they look like they look like they're MS13 age to me. And I'm like, you guys are so fucking racist. You're not even high. These are just teenagers. They're just teenagers who are being flown, who were taken from their parents. Like, whatever. So this is, this is something that, that Steve King has done. Representative Steve King, uh, let's see. Uh, Representative Steve King, of Republican of Iowa, said Friday that he does not want Somalian uh, Somali Muslims working in his home district's meatpacking plants for fear that they think consumers will go to hell for eating pork chops. Mm. This is sitting House of Representatives Miner, folks sitting wow he is he is in congress he has a vote in congress well, i mean i hear what
3: you're saying chris but think about it this way
0: <laughs>
3: um the one thing we definitely don't want to do is give in to the system and vote these people out you know,
0: <laughs> oh, but let's not
3: play their game. Here
0: <laughs> you go, typical black
3: man. <laughs> let's, <laughs> not. let's not sink so low as the mm-hmm. to do the one thing that they're trying to keep us from doing. Let's just let's we've just heard, not get carried away. We've
0: <laughs> heard this song. so so so. They're both sides are equal, sir.
3: I just think the best way to solve this problem is for us to abstain from voting as black people. Your vote
0: don't matter and don't count.
3: I just want to get off the Democratic vote, uh, plantation. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it's just. You know, what is voting ever solved? It's not like we, you know, Democrats aren't perfect. So, I mean, why even vote, right? Why even vote? Um, King claims that he spoke to Representative Keith um, uh, Ellison, a Minnesota Democrat who is also one of the only two Mo- Muslim members in Congress about the employment of Somali Muslims in factory around his house, calling Ellison the lead, the lead Muslim in Congress. According to King, Ellison said that some Somali mus- uh, Muslims must go to the Imam for special dis- dis- dispenta- dispensation to handle pork. Ellison's office declined their comment. The rationale... This is sh- to re Yeah, you know. The rationale... <laughs> and, 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 again, this is not... Steve King did not say this like behind closed doors. He went on to Breitbart Radio. The rationale is that if infidels are eating this pork, they aren't eating it so as long as they're preparing this pork for infidels, it helps, it helps send them to hell and it'll make Allah happy, he said on the radio. I don't want people doing my pork that won't eat it. Let alone hope I'll go to hell for eating pork chops. This
3: is, by the way, this is literally like the shit when they be like, they're going to get Sharia law. These are the things white people be mad about. Right.
2: He is a sitting House of Representative member. Like people are like, oh, this is like, I I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Let's say Trump is out of office. I said this last week. Say you get Trump out of the office. What comes next? Because to me, it seems like we've given a hell of a lot of leeway to a lot of fucking evil ass people. hmm. You know, and I just don't know what we do next. Like. Are you so you vote Trump out? Do you vote? Do you, can we get Steve King out? Because he's pretty much in a safe district. And to me, you got a bunch of people voting for him still after saying all this shit. I I what Mike Huckabee, like I said, goes out there and says this kind of racist shit all the fucking time. Oh, the other thing too about Mike Huckabee. hmm Big Christian. Hmm. Imagine that. A Christian, I, I I just, I don't under- As human beings, and I think this is some of the nuances Sometimes it gets missed You know, in these conversations, like going back to The um, conversation about You know, uh, these people caping for This rapist uh, This dead rapist rapper um, I think some people have a hard time Dealing with the contradictions And hypocrisy that we have As human beings and I don't think people want to admit that. Like, we have these things. Some people go, oh, well, you listen to, to Tupac, and so you're saying, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. I was wrong, and and I'm a hypocrite, and that's I, I'm okay with that. Like, we all have the contradictions and things like that. And I think that what happens, and what we need to deal with is, fuck these people, right? People like Mike Huckabee, Stephen King, Trump, Melania, all of the Trumps. Like, if, if the, the only Trump that might get a pass from me is Barron Trump, right?
3: And that's just for like a few more years, right?
2: That's the only until he grows up and realizes that he has all the, he has the uh, all the um, the power and privilege that comes with being a white man with the last name Trump, right? Um, right, But I think so many times the the, the the reason why the people on the left have such a hard time dealing with this is we're trying too hard not. To be seen as hypocritical when and we're playing by a different set of rules. These motherfuckers don't give a shit about being hypocritical. Mike Huckabee and all, matter of fact, all these motherfuckers are considering themselves huge Christians. Yet look at what they act, the the, the way they act, and I know for a fact that none of those are the quote unquote Christian principles. So you're playing by a different set of rules by trying not to be hypocritical so'll i give you a perfect example of this so um my new favorite thing that people are doing now is uh making so that none of these people that work for Trump can eat at any of restaurants around around DC so uh, uh the Kristen near or whatever her fucking name is the, the secretary of Homeland Security got chased out of that Mexican yeah, restaurant Tom- um, Elson or something yeah uh Stephen uh uh Stephen Miller also got called a fascist at a restaurant and the most recent one is um i don't know if you guys saw what happened with uh, sarah huckabee sanders
3: yeah i saw her apple yeah. head ass cat yeah yeah, yeah. She, got, she got she got
2: she got chased out of this this uh, uh out of a, a, a restaurant called red hen in lexington va this is what she said on twitter last night i was told by an owner of the red hen in lexington va to leave because i work for potus and i left polite and i politely left her actions say far more about her than about me. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully, and will continue to do so. Um, Bitch,
0: you don't get out of here with that foolishness.
2: Last week, she was when she was um at, and I think the the reporter who even asked her about uh, your mother, how do you feel about this stuff? And she told him she basically, she was being basically be rude to him. He re- he quoted this and said to her on Twitter, "Huh, it's funny you don't treat me that way." All right, but. The right right now is trying to come out there and say, "Oh, this is wrong. You guys are being hypocritical. You guys are are are. You, she should be allowed. Even if you disagree with her, she should be allowed to be in your restaurant." Meanwhile, a couple of weeks right. ago, they were fine when the the Supreme Court basically told them that if you don't want to bake a cake for a gay couple because it's against your religion, you don't have to. Right. Not. I'll take you one step further. The ruling didn't even say
3: that. Right. 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 They took it to mean that yes that's how fucking bigoted they are they were like even like like this shit of just going back to the lower court which is essentially what they did was like back to the lower court based on a narrow uh narrow grounds they didn't want to render a judgment these
2: motherfuckers was like oh Ali, Ali, oxen free on the homophobia what yeah so so that's the rules you're playing with. And so I'm seeing some people go, well, I might not agree with Sarah be hand, but I do think it's a little bit it's a slippery slope. To no, it's not. It's not. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start giving people, and, and, and this will sum up everything we talked about right now, right? Here's the out you have. If the people you are dealing with do not show the same level of respect or humanity to others, they deserve none. Fuck that shit. Fuck this whole when they go low, we go high shit. Love, the, love Michelle Obama. She was wrong as shit on that one. Sorry. I mean, hey, look, you know what? No, not wrong. That works in some cases, but doesn't work in all cases. It well, doesn't work with you, the other... Huh? I don't think
3: she was wrong because at the time it was during the primaries and during right. the campaign. Right. Like, people always forget the timing on that. Exactly. That shit wasn't forever. Right. Like, like even she's been speaking out about this shit with the children and yes. uh like other stuff. Like she's not and, and honestly, if we're gonna be fair, the go low go high is more about his rhetoric and his nastiness and his right. um like you're and and she's right, you're not gonna out uh like cunt him, if you know what I'm saying. Like he right. he'll just go out there and call you a cunt to your face. And no, the Democratic fucking presidential candidate cannot be out there being as nasty as Donald Trump and expect to win. That being said,
2: it doesn't mean don't fight. Right. It it, 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 it doesn't mean that, no, okay, if, if this is the rules you guys want to play by, all right, cool, fine. Then I don't have to serve you and your nasty lying ass in my restaurant. And you know the crazy thing about it is apparently, the owner of the Red Hen did democracy. She gave her, she gave her workers a, 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 the, the chance to vote. She let their workers vote decide decided they were going to serve her or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they said no. So she kicked them out of the restaurant. And I'm like, if this is the role you're going to play, because here's the thing. And I think this is where we lose. We lose when we're trying to actually have, where we're, you know, when you're trying to play a fair fight or have a fair fight with people who don't recognize you as human. Right. And that other side does not. So what they do is they will continue to not recognize you as human. Then the minute you slap them back in the face, they will call the cops on you, which is what they do. And at this point, people need to stop falling for that bullshit. You need to stop. Oh, well, you can't eat in the Mexican restaurant. Huh? Too bad. Fuck it. I don't care. Like, go back to not care. It's not a slippery slope. It's not. It's only a slippery slope. If you find yourself going down the slippery slope up, and I'm putting slippery slope in in quotes here, of not treating somebody with humanity. Come on. Like, Sarah Huckabee Sanders could not answer the question, do you think that this policy is humane? You are a mother. How do you feel? She could not answer that question, which means she is complicit, which means she is not humane, which means she does not believe that those people and those kids deserve to be with their parents, which means fuck her. It's just that, it's that simple. It's that simple. I, I'm, I'm tired of people trying to debate humanity with people who have none. They have no humanity. They have no shame. They will literally change the goal. They will move the goalposts every fucking time. So why even play their game? Why even give them a chance? No, fuck them. Fuck them. You're not gonna have this argument with them. You're not gonna, you're not gonna win on their games. You're not. Mm -mm. So stop. They are nasty. They are inhumane. They are evil fucking people. It's that fucking simple. Nothing else to it. You know? And, and, And seeing them defend this policy. Seeing them defend it. Seeing them act like it wasn't the policy. Like that, that that press conference the, the 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 homeland security I don't did you guys see the the, the press conference she did the homeland security secretary did she got downright was, go ahead oh go ahead no all the right. one she got downright nasty with the the the, the questions being asked by the press
3: mm-hmm. the ones where she was the one where she was lying and they basically
2: yeah.
3: asked asked her questions that, that not at the time but they found out later she was absolutely
2: lying all the whole time mm-hmm. yeah yeah you guys have lied repeatedly. I mean, we told you this was going to happen. But, like, why even... You know, it, I said this last week, but, like, I'm seeing people sit there and go, oh, well, you know, the Democrats don't need a message. Do they? What's the message? Other than, do you see? <laughs> do you see what they're doing? Right. I like... You don't need, I, I don't, like the idea that they need a message, what's Trump's message? We deport kids. We 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 lock up kids in cages.
0: Yeah, we do, and then we deny the media access to it. We tell people not to report about it. And it's amazing that we are in a day and age where the media doesn't really do its job. It's like, well, we stayed outside because he told us to. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Right. Like your your job is to find out and educate the public. Well, that's what your job fucking used to be, but Fox News has set the standard to whatever the president say, that's a report, and even the fucking regular ass news is like that nowadays. Why didn't y'all demand? Why didn't y'all ask questions? It's like journalism has actually died. You know, when you was in school, they teach you the basic things, who, what, when, where, why, and how. All that has died. And nobody actually wants to do the fucking investigation that it takes to actually find out what the goddamn truth is.
3: And you're dealing with a liar. Right. Like, this is just there's no excuse when you're dealing with a person that is like, yes, I have been caught in many lies. And you're still going, I think the president made a mistake today. Uh, several mistakes and facts today, I'm like he's lying to you. It's it's
2: it's it's been funny watching because like uh, it, it's, it's been funny watching the media finally take two years to finally catch up to where everybody else has been, um, because I, they're even now starting to call out Fox News, and I, and all I could think of was, huh, it's funny. When Obama did that, you guys told him he was he was being he wasn't understanding that this is how Washington works. But it turns out Fox News is completely biased and completely full of horse shit. And you guys should have been calling them out all this time. Funny how that works. Funny how that works. Because I remember a lot of times about how um, Obama for a while there stopped calling on Fox News uh, in, uh, at press conferences. And the other networks basically got to the point where they were like, we won't show up if you don't call." start calling on Fox News. They did that. Are they banded together now under Trump? No. When when Trump goes to Fox News for all his information and cuts them out, is Fox News coming to their defense? No. Huh. It's almost as if when you defend evil, fucked up people, it's only one way. Right. Hmm. Funny how that works. Funny how that works. So I don't know. Um, let's go into some. Let's get to these uh, last two things here. Um, uh, I'll get. I'll, you know, you guys are the guests, so I'll, I'll let you guys decide. Uh, do you guys want? Um, you want great moments in white privilege first, or do you want? Uh, do you even sci-fi, bro? Karen, dealer's choice.
0: Oh, do you even sci-fi? All
2: right, we're gonna get some. Do you even sci-fi, bro? Let's get some. Get this beautiful music going. Let me see if I where where are we going? Where is my music? Ah, uh, there we go. Let's get this music going. Yeah. Okay, that's not it. Ah. Oh, I know yeah. what it is. It's it's playing the uh Oh <laughs> my, like, what is what is the sound? I'm like, oh, it's playing playing a fucking ad from somewhere else. I'm like, well, that I mean, is not music. Uh, here we go. Let's try this now. Alright. There we go. Do you even sci-fi, bro? All right. Do you even sci-fi, bro? I saw this. Jurassic World comes out this weekend. Um, Oh, Jurassic World 2 comes out this weekend. And um, I saw this uh, article and immediately thought, well, we got to. Talk about this, because we're fucking stupid, and we're not. It's no longer a robot, so gotta fit in. So, scientists say they can recreate living dinosaurs within the next five years.
0: Oh, and there we have it. Oh, I guess the speech number movie was correct. Uh, just. Hmm. I just. Why? Why
2: would you? Why would you? Why would? Why would you? Why would you do this?
0: We got some terrible movies on what happens when you do this, and they're like, ah, fuck it,
2: Hey, we're just gonna we're gonna do it anyway. Fuck it, right? Um, don't you know? Don't we already know how this movie ends? A potentially terrifying case of life imitating art. The renowned uh, paleontologist who served as inspiration for Jurassic Park protagonist Dr. Alan Grant is spearheading genetic research that could in, uh, that could engineer dinosaurs back into existence for the next five to ten years. He said. Uh, while Dr. Jack Horner, who has consulted in all four Jurassic films, uh, initially believed the key to recreating the prehistoric creature late, allied in working with ancient DNA, further studies, show, uh, studies about DNA de- degradation over time have since ruled out that possibilities. Instead, a group of scientists at Harvard and Yale have turned their eye to, wait for it, the modern-day chicken. Of course, birds are, are dinosaurs, Horner told People magazine. We just need to fix them so they look more like, look, look more like a dinosaur.
0: Oh, so does that mean we're going to start having like them rack ribs like they did on the flare? Frinstone caught it, tip it over, and shit like that. That's what's going to be happening.
2: Yeah, that's that. It just, yeah, yeah. Because what I want is a giant big bird with scales. That's not terrifying.
3: It sounds like they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should.
2: Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe, you know, I wonder. They should have quoted Jeff. They should have uh, gotten uh, Jeff Goldblum for uh, for comment. In an right. attempt to reverse evolution, the team has already made significant strides in mutating chickens back to the very creatures from which they descended. If that wasn't our enough genetics, uh, splicing and dicing, Harvard scientists attempted a similar feat recently by inserting the genes of a woolly mammoth into an elephant and into elephants in order to recreate the ancient beasts. Mm hmm.
3: Why wouldn't they start with, with something small, they could bring back from that period rather than a dinosaur,
2: or or do like what was talked about in in the first Jurassic Park film, bring back the condor, bring back an extinct creature that we made extinct, bring back something that wasn't killed because nature said, hey, you know what, maybe I made a mistake, like yeah. why we haven't made a dodo yet, right. Ah.
0: And and you know what, I hate to be the, the cynic here, but uh the motherfuckers died for a reason. I hate to be like that. You know, nature, we killed them, but they gone. Let them stay gone.
3: I understand what you're saying, Ken, but Cause they what...
0: ain't gonna do nothing but kill us again.
2: No, I'm I'm simply saying that life uh finds a way. And by life finds a way, we mean humans find a way to fuck things <laughs> up. No, you
0: mean white people with lab coats find a way. Who are these niggas? Ain't no niggas out here thinking about creating dinosaurs. I,
3: for one, cannot wait for my uh, the first news report of a disaster at Jurassic
0: Park. <laughs> oh, that's happening. Ooh, do you think they make uh, dinosaurs, like make smaller versions you and keep them as like pets in your house? You think that's coming?
3: Mm-hmm. Somebody going to want a dragon or something. They going to
0: make some things up. This is how it happens. Right. Oh, yeah
2: crossbreed and shit. Well, well, you, you bring up a good point. I think this is why we don't see them talking about bringing back, like, you know, early man or things like that. Because, you know, these white people are not going to bring back early man to find out it was a nigga, right? Because <laughs> that's, um. that's the thing. They bring back, they bring up, we've done it. We bring back early man. It comes out, you are like, wait a minute, his skin's a little darker than we thought. Right. Ooh, his and hair that, kinky. Yeah, hmm, that's, sir, what is your name? Jesus. Kill it. Kill it now. Kill it nobody will ever
0: see the, that tape
2: <laughs> kill it we don't need this not what we wanted not what we were going for um yeah I don't why are we doing this why 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 are they doing this I, I just why people why scientists get so bored there's so many things you could do you can literally solve like I feel like if if scientists didn't waste time on things like this we could solve we could solve world hunger Come on, cancer! Right? Like, can you imagine? There's a scientist that's working overtime on this that's not seeing his kids, because daddy's trying to recreate dinosaurs. Even though we know how this ends, and it ends horribly. Daddy, what do you (sighs) do? What do you do? I create mutated (sighs) chickens. And I even like. Do they
3: not watch? It's honestly like scientists need to go to the movies. Nah, like why can't one hundred? Yeah, like why can't one hundred percent of y'all be working on the cure for cancer right now? You know, rather than wasting the you know even one percent of y'all trying to bring back dinosaurs that we know how that ends.
2: I, I will say this now. Thinking about it, because they are saying that it is um, they're using chickens. I am now wondering, are they going to try to pull a Dan Halen? And bring in the <laughs> like and mutated chicken so that it's nothing but chicken legs.
3: Yeah, and it comes with oh. its own sauce <laughs> and ranch.
2: Yeah. Now now yes. if you're doing this, I'll allow it.
0: Does it fry itself too then?
2: Yeah, it comes out, it comes out barbecue. Was, he had one, it was it came out barbecue, it had like its own like ranch dressing and it, like
0: <laughs> that would be flavored, you know, as, as it develops, it'll start producing its oh. own flavor.
2: It had like six legs. I, oh my god, I miss I'm I miss Squid Billy's show.
3: Yo. yo, it need to come back, man. <laughs> that show is so underrated, yo. Good
2: God. Yeah. Oh all right. Let's uh let's get into more racism. Let's let's do some uh great moments of white privilege. <laughs> Alright, great moments of white privilege. Uh this is in my own backyard. So I, I, I had, to, had to do it here. Um, Baltimore Dunkin' Donut, and I'm assuming there's white because I don't I, didn't I don't see the, the races, but I'm just going to assume it's white. Baltimore Dunkin' Donuts, a removed sign asking customers to report employees not speaking English. A Dunkin' Donuts store in Baltimore was forced to take down a sign after offering a reward to customers who report employees shouting in any language that is not English following backlash over the photo of the sign posted online Tuesday. The photo showed a small red sign sitting in front of the register asking customers to report any employee they witnessed shouting in a language other than English to management. If you hear any of our staff shouting in any language other than English, English in capital letters, please call number 443 7775 And I am not blurring that out because they did not blur it out on, on any of this. Immediately with the name of the employee, To receive a coupon for free coffee and a pastry. (laughs) You get a free coffee and pastry for racism. A spokesperson for Dunkin' Donuts said in in a statement to Logos CBS affiliate that the sign had been taken, uh, had been set up by the franchise's general manager based on her own personal adjustment to ensure the goal of creating a welcoming and hospitable environment for all guests. While her intent was to address customer satisfaction, a service and satisfaction, uh, satisfaction issue, the, franchise the franchisee determined her approach was inappropriate. The statement said, the sign has since been removed, according to CBS.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I, mean, I think Roger told me about this. I didn't know. I guess America runs on racism.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the, the Hugby tweet came this morning. It was like, like 8 o'clock in the morning. So it's like, you know, people get up early for the racism. And right. you can't really get good racism going on. Uh, if you aren't gonna, um, get that coffee, you get your coffee in before you get some good racism in. So, (laughs) you know, and you get, you get a, you get a free coffee and a pastry. Mm. Hmm. Rewarding people for racism. Yep. I just don't understand how people see this shit, do this shit and don't understand that this is going to get them fucked up. Like, how do you not know this is a bad idea?
0: And, you know, what? I'm going to do Dunkin' Donuts almost like people who don't have Chick-fil-A around them. I'm not going to support them, even though I don't eat them. Because I think Dunkin' Donuts since like fucking cake. I hate cake on my donuts. I want my donuts to be light and airy. So I was already hating anyway. And I was like, oh, this is the reason for me even not to go now. (laughs) I just, Yeah,
3: um, it's wild because, like, if you're going to crash your car and it's not for Krispy Kreme, what the fuck were you doing? Right. Right. I mean, it's gotta be at least for Chris. I mean, like, I feel like if you, if Dunkin Donuts, my parents are going to bring back whoopings for, uh, Dunkin Donuts, but for Krispy Kreme, I might just get grounded and have to, you know, work some chores till I pay for the car. hmm
2: hmm I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I, I, I didn't have the story in here, but I think we talked about this on a nerd off. Uh, uh, I guess another great moment was on White privilege, even though he did get fired for it. You know the um, the Netflix PR person that got fired for saying the N word.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, he said it twice.
0: Yeah, no. not once but twice. Oh no,
2: it was more than twice. I think it was it was two separate occasions, so I think it might have been like three times. So uh, was like, what? yeah, because it's just like I, I how again the audacity to not know you can't do this. Mm-hmm. I just. Uh, what he do?
0: Come in one day and be like, "Yeah, what about that Black session? That nigga flicks out there." Y'all ready, guys?
2: Uh-huh. Hey guys, guys! I, I got a new pitch for. I got I got a new pitch for a show. Uh, it's called. You know we have we, we, we so we have a spinoff show. We're gonna do a spinoff show. We have dear white people. So here's my pitch for the show. It's called Dear Niggers. Now I I see the way you guys are looking at me right now, but hear me out. Now, dear niggers, hey, hey Bob, Bob, Bob. Go to HR. just just go to HR. Just
0: do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Go straight there, sir.
2: It's really <laughs> a great moment to people because he did. He he. Uh, uh, again, I don't have the story in front of me, but if I remember correctly, he said it the first time. He then got approached by black uh uh, uh coworkers to basically try to work him work with him on this. To say hey, you shouldn't say this. You shouldn't do this. And it he could have ended it there. He still could have kept his job. But apparently, he does it again afterwards. It's just like. He was determined to be fired,
0: right? Particularly after "quote unquote," we don't warn you. Like, hey, y'all hey, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, you cool. I'm trying to be nice and polite about it. You know, I'm, I'm not a one striking you out type of person. You know, for them, you know, other people like, nah, one striking you out, you know better. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I just think if you out here, I like, because somebody was like, I need to see the transcript of what exactly happened, and I think I know what it was. They were like, uh, so let's give Monique a million dollar and he just said, nigga, please. <laughs>
2: ah! <laughs> oh man. Oh, God damn it, yo. Like, I the audacity. The audacity to think you can get away with it.
3: There's no context where that's okay at work for a white person.
2: I mean, it's not even okay at work for most black people.
3: Mm-hmm. But you
2: damn sure ain't okay for no white. Bro, bro, listen, listen. So I, I got, I, I got, I got. Uh, my workplace is actually amazingly diverse, right? So, um, I got my, my co-worker a black woman, and we have another black woman who uh is, is is another co-worker. She always comes in our office. She's always, you know, we, you know, when you get a bunch of black people together in a working place, uh, you guys, that's when the the facade drops a little bit, and you guys kind of get a little right right Yo, mm-hmm. even us we know so she'll come into office she'll be like man these white people got me but you know it's the it's the low work voice right so like,
0: so i have mastered that chris right you don't people be like, i don't hear you i was like my voice is not going below one right. decibel if you can't hear me i'm sorry like when you say
2: like I, I, i'm on the show i'll be like man nigga please right when i say the work it's like man nigga, please
0: you right. don't, you don't, um, you don't say that shit. You know,
2: and and I went black. to the elevator doors closed, and uh, you go.
0: I wait till y'all sound a fifteen minute break.
2: Right, this nigga. Right, right, You look around, like even as a black person in work, I look around and go, nigga. You know, it's like you don't say that shit. Out. So I'm doing that as a black person. You as a white person, you can't say it. You can't even think it because right. you know what? We know when you're thinking it too.
3: And and I seen a picture of him. He don't even look like the kind of white dude that would be okay to say that in any circumstance.
2: Did you mm-hmm. say you look like Hank Hill?
3: Yes, you <laughs> look like Hank Hill, man. Like, what would Bobby think? <laughs> He'd be shaking his head, right? You know, Hank <laughs> hey, don't don't talk like that. <laughs>
2: like, I don't. Oh man, I. Come on, bro. You can't. You can't do that, yo. You can't. You can't do that. You can't do that shit. It just. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, well. <laughs> That's all I got. I I I think we covered a lot of stuff here. It it's just it's it's a lot of stuff, man. I think there's a lot of stuff going on. I think it's not getting any better. I think there's information overload. Like you know, we've seen people talk about how you know more people are being depressed, more people are dealing with mental mental health break uh, 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 breaks and stuff like that. It's just like you need it. Like if you if you are plugged in at any point during a week you are getting inundated with so much shit
0: yes sir that's why sometimes i literally have to check out you know because social media almost requires you to be on all the time quote unquote and i know me sometimes i pull myself away i'll go do other things because like you say it's all. Overload the human mind is not not trying to find not designed to take in as much information as we're actually taking in, so sometimes you have to slow the pace of the information you, you're taking down.
2: Oh, absolutely! And uh, I really, um, I really recommend people do that because I know I do it all the time. So, um, let's end on a more positive note, more funny note. Uh, Rod, I cannot wait to talk to you and, and the doctor next week about Dominion. Mm-hmm. I started re watching that show. Pretty yeah, I don't
3: even I just realized the day I was like I don't even have time to rewatch it. I'm just gonna go in with my fondest memories and uh maybe I'll read some wiki on it and stuff. But a criminally underrated show. that was when I knew sci fi was actually for real about their shit. Um and was like, okay, I can watch stuff on this channel now. Cause it used to be a time where, you know, it was not uh it was the best quality. And I think that was the first show that we watched where we were both like, "Hey, nigga, um, is if am I fucking up or is just good?" And you're like, no. "Yo, it was good to me too." I was like, "Did we just become best friends?" Yes. I haven't even been telling people I've been watching this shit. That was it was so good.
2: We were both watching it quietly, and I don't know how it came up. We were like, "Nigga, this show was actually pretty fucking good." And seriously, it's on Amazon right now. You got to unfortunately got to buy the entire season. I'm watching it again. I went, I'm, I'm only three or four episodes into the first season again. And I'm like, I, I, I'm i actually getting mad because I know it. there's not, not a third season. And I'm still right. only on four. And I'm like, this show was so fucking good. And it looks good, too. And I'm like, yo, the graphics hold up. They put money into this show. This is a fucking good-ass show. I can't that wait.
3: was what got me was it looked good. And I was expecting, especially the... the um, the first time they introduced like those uh the not angels but the like the demon people. Yeah. I was the like yeah. okay. So this is normally where the sci fi budget kicks in and we're like, uh oh, so they couldn't afford a good CGI. And I was like, actually these motherfuckers are scary as hell. This is good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, these motherfuckers are on the ceiling. Like it's it was a good it's a good ass show and I highly recommend it. I can't wait to talk to you about that because I'm going through this shit. I started watching today. day was like, I, started, I had to turn it off because I started watching it as I'm packing stuff up around my house. And I found myself not packing, but like fully engrossed in watching it. And it was like, I can't even watch this in the background. This is not right. even background. Like, I am fully invested in this show. Oh, this show was so fucking good. I, I, I'm still on the Bring Back Dominion campaign because, like, right. I remember because we never wanted to watch it because it was based off of that stupid ass Legion movie that is terrible. Mm-hmm. And somehow they took that terrible ass movie and made a super involved super good show that is oh my goodness anyway, I can't wait to talk so anyway that's my that's been my um that that's been my my release for uh this week to get things out is just watching that show and being like although I will be upset once I get to the last season I'm like, damn it, they didn't there's no more I can't watch any more of this so <laughs> anyway, um. Rod Karen, thank you guys very much for joining me. Please tell folks where they can find you guys at.
0: They can find everything about us over at the You can sign up for our premium items. We got close to about a thousand items behind the paywall of various different shows. Uh, Chris is on there a lot, uh doing things with Rod. And so if you want to find everything about us, you can find us there. You can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at say that again. And Rod is on Twitter at Rodimus prime.
2: Nope. Yep. Uh, and like they said, I am always on the nerd off. I'm just, I'm there. <laughs> this, is, this is, this is my second home. So uh, thank you both for joining us. And again, everybody else, thank you guys very much for listening again. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, it's handy. Check. Um, if you are uh, if you listen to us on super Tuesday recap, uh, this week is coming up. We'll have a, a um, mailbag episode. So get your, your emails in for Super Tuesday recap. Mailbag at mtrnetwork.net. So again, folks, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here.